right. Take two. Oh, fuck. What, I don't even have my headset in. Fucking fuck. God fucking. Oh, no. My hackery. My hackery is exposed. That's important. Uh, Previously last week, uh, the heroes left the Goblin Ritual sacrificing altar in the jungle place and changed directions heading east to the Dragon's Needle Horde of Treasure. Fighting off the jungle's monsters, they arrived at a circular magic plant wall maze and navigated through the tentacle knotty vines, emerging into a huge lake filled with grung, horrified by their king, ripping out the hearts of terrified orange grung, contained within the central 40-foot statue of a hot frog lady. And Grok is helping them with the slaughter. There is a pile of gold there also. Yes, yes, Grok, help me. Help me take all these hearts, and we'll buy all the hearts, and the and then Nang Nang will love me. That's what we gotta do. They're the worst. We came in here. This was just a a Philo city, just sitting here in the middle of the jungle, and we put it to good use. These orange grung, they're not even people. They're vermin fleas, and that's why we gotta sacrifice them to Nang Nang. They're frogs? They're frog people. And you are totally aware of that because you were totally here with the party. Dwarf, you did not stay with the party. You were just like hanging outside the wall maze of plants. And there's like a tunnel that opens up before you and allows you entry into the city. And you can immediately tell that there are just a huge amount of these green grung that are horrified before you. They're just like jaws on the floor of the lake. So they're like sucking in a bunch of water as they're like chest high in the water. And there's clearly factions within this city. Like There are people as a part of the green grung that are just horrified by what's going on. There's other parts of the crowd that are like, yeah, kill all them dirty orange grung! And and some of the people that have let you into the city are just like, this is wrong, we shouldn't be doing this. Please, please, brave god of thunder. That's, that's you, right? You're the god of thunder? Please help us. Our king, he's lost and he's gone mad. And as you're like making your way through the threshold of this wall that uh, encompasses the perimeter of the city, there's a pit over to your right as you come in and there's a person inside of the pit and uh, at this point crazy would you mind introducing your character and describing what dwar sees inside of this pit yeah put your token i'll show i'm opening the map because i'm a hack and a fraud um red is the first thing you see see followed by a reddish uh tiefling woman woman with a nice purple hat oh i'm over here yeah. Oh. Ah. <laughs> Isaiah Mountain. Wait, what? That's probably I can't get my token thing. out. Ah, uh, they didn't put the 
It did the full token. I didn't put my token. I'm sorry. I can't put my token up for some reason. I'm sorry. Game also. won't let me. Oh, now it won't. Wait. <laughs> it's because I didn't put the uh, the other the default token to to it. Okay, let me real quick. <laughs> I'm sorry. Ah, now you're good. Yay! <laughs> oh, okay, cool. Uh, how deep is the pit, and does it have anything covering it? Um, there seems to be like a want to say a metal bar. Oh God! Oh God! I should read. <laughs> uh, besides the gold and purple, she has like jade jewel jewelry, but that's basically the only noteworthy, other than her little companion. Who's the little companion? Uh, you see a little white snowy owl sitting right next to her. So, Dwar, you see this tiefling, red hat, snowy white owl, and <laughs> they are beneath a wooden bars, and the pit is about five feet deep and covered by stout wooden bars. I'm gonna look at the grung. Are these part? Are the ones closest to me the ones that are horrified by what the king are doing? Everyone around you, like the clearly, like this is kind of the back of the class. Everyone in this part of the city is just completely horrified. Yes, and the the Gorong stationed around this pit are just like, oh my god, what have we become? Are we the bad guys? Uh, maybe a little. Uh, I'm no. going to get this person out and have them help me stop your king. I'm just gonna rip the bars off. Fair enough. Um, I, I want to say strength check, but actually, you're the god of thunder, and they're like not stopping you. So, <laughs> yeah, you break open the bars and pull up. Um, what's your character's name? Uh, Malice. Malice. Uh, and this is Snowy. <laughs> I am Dwar, the god of thunder. Nice to meet you. We need to go stop a genocide now. I'm just gonna start walking over. Uh, uh, what? Uh, I guess I exit the cage holding my little snowy owl and my hat on my head. Yep. You exit cage, and door, you and Malice start crossing across this lake. And the lake, it varies between like, you know, five feet deep, a uh, foot deep. It's. I guess it gets closer to the shrine, it gets a little bit deeper, but you're able to skirt the circumference and make your way across and over to this area at the front of the shrine, and you just see blood running down the stairs of the front of this shrine to Nang Nang. It looks a lot like that scene in Castlevania as... Carmilla is like trapped inside of the castle and she's just slaughtering all the waves of demons. Oh, not that's, that's not sightly. No. Uh, Grok, do you mind explaining what exactly you are doing? I just... Uh, don't worry, he's, he's just doing the right thing as he winks at you. I... Some yeah. of the frog people seem to disagree. As Grok brings his hammer down on another... Oh, oh! <laughs> Grok understand why this may seem bad, but... Gold Grung is sure Grok, these... These grung are terrorists. They're the worst. It's, they don't serve life. See? Did you think about the fact that the gold frog could be a little head uh, of screw loose? Grok, uh, never really thought about it. 
gold, uh, gold grung. Are you, you're, you're, you're sane, right? You, you're good. I'm okay. the most sane person you ever met in your life. Now help okay. me take all these hearts and put them in a big pile. We only got a couple more hundred people to murder before Nang Nang comes and satisfies my desires. See what okay. I mean? Can I uh, actually talk to these? Well, I actually can't talk to these frogs. I'm guessing they speak a different language from me, right? They are supposed to speak grung and only grung, but it's going to be hard to communicate if that was the case, so they're speaking common. I can translate because oh. I have the spell to do so. And okay. I have and I have detect thoughts, which is what I was originally going to use. Dang, well, if that was established earlier, maybe this huh. could have all been avoided. Alright, Gr uh, Grok, I mean, all Now here's the question. Should I use it on the weird weird dude that's decided to murder them? Well, I mean I mean let's let's be honest. We've already gotten this far. You know, using the the common language. We might as well just keep doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Fair is fair. Yeah. Why ruin a good thing? So, there are a couple purple grung that are going about and they're positioning the hearts in this strange alchemist circle. It's uh, pretty gruesome. It, there's a lot of blood. There's a lot of purpley blood and blue blood and all sorts of blood. It's, it's all over, over everything now. Blood? Mm-hmm. Bloody blood, blood, blood. It's blood town. Blood town, USA. Obviously. Well, may, the issue may, I'm may, having is we're going to need to do something about this. It may seem like this is a bad thing that Grok doing, but Grok assure you, as soon as you know, and he, you know, he tries to get closer to his companions to say this. As soon as you know, all these hearts are piled. He's probably going to be busy banging the, you know, the the grunk, female grunk god. We steal his gold. I mean, that's a pretty good plan to be. I'll ask you this. What happens if uh, this god decides to, you know, kill us? Just because? Huh. Huh. I would rather not fight another god right now. Grok not... Grok did not think... Yeah, because uh, I don't think this god might take too kindly to us watching the act while we steal the gold. Sorry, this is like, wow, we have a God of Thunder on our side. I don't think nothing can happen to us. I... That is true, but I... God, the Thunder is unwavering. I salute yeah. you. I salute your foolhardiness. As you say that, it turns to, uh, to you crazy and it's like, Oh, wow, never thought of having a new specimen. What's your name? What does that mean? He just says, <laughs> he said, Wow, you know, what's your name? Why'd you call me Specimen? <laughs> Sorry, that's my way of, of talking. My bad. Uh, okay. Uh, Let's speak for new fellow traveling companion. Yeah, that. Uh, that's more reasonable. Okay. Uh, I'm Malice? Malice? My show. Malice Heckle? Hmm, never heard such a name before. So, want to help uh, uh, doing genocide? No, do not. As Grok brings I'm, his hammer down one more time on another I'm gonna catch Grok's hammer. 
Grok, Grok, no understand. You, you want Grok to stop? Is that the vibe? Stop, stop oh, oh. killing them. Just go outside. Okay, but Gold Grung was very, Gold Grung was very persuasive. Uh, they... I don't care. Then, um, okay. should we kill Gold Grung or you know stop him? Well, how big is the Gold Frog? The gold frog isn't particularly larger than any of the grung here. You can tell that the gold, the gold is, it's just a pigment change. It's a differentiation of him from the other grung. There is no size difference. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna walk up to him. I'm gonna pick him up. Wait. Uh, Grok, don't think that's a good idea. There's a lot of bows and arrows outside. Very prickly. What are you saying, crazy? So as you and Dor made your way up, the grung in front of the building, and there's about 40 of them, are all chanting and slapping the water. Blood, 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 blood. As the hearts are getting ripped out of the chests of these remaining orange grung. Dor, you move over towards the golden grung, and he sees you, snaps his fingers. I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm telling Nine. you, man, if we just committed more genocide, we could have got out of this with no combat. You have advantage because you have da danger sense, right? I'm a cleric. No, Grok. No, Grok, Grok is not grabbing this guy. Grok's probably this king's best friend right now, I'm just saying. I like the way you do things, Grok. You make good headwork here. We're gonna be done soon. <laughs> You know, honestly, it's more of efficiency, you know, honestly. It's a nine on the deck save. So the rest of you see the jaws of an iron toad erupt through the waters of this lake, snap shut around Dwar, and he is pulled under the water. Oh. <laughs> oh. That's not good. Grok, you, you, Grok you did just not see, coming. You just see, like, there is, like, uh... I think you want to stay behind us. Who's this crazy? Dwar? Uh, um, yeah. Wouldn't my name be Malice? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> Malice, what uh, are you doing? Uh, I first let my bird uh, fly above me so it doesn't get hurt. Uh, I guess I approach, not really understanding what's going on. What are you trying to do? Uh, I was originally going to talk to the Grungi, but, uh, do I hear panic in, uh, Therodis? Is that your name? Yes, that's me. Do I hear panic in your voice? No, it just seems calming as, like, is like, it, it's a little bit concerning, but it's more like, uh, I, I, he sees you as, like, you know, these villagers, because... He's just like, yeah, it's not your fight, it's ours. But he, he kind of just like don't want the girl to be messy at all. So he just says like, yeah, stay behind you, behind us. I don't think you want to get involved in this. <laughs> uh, okay, but then I'm gonna try and talk to this grungy by using tongues. He hesitates as you cast the spell, but he realizes it's tongue, so he allows you to. But you can tell he puts his hand out, and he's about to snap in the same gesture that it consumed Dwar, but he allows you to cast tongues. 
Uh, what's going on? I'm very confused. And I'm happy to explain it to you. These orange grung, they're not worthy of inhabiting the holy side of Nang Nang. And so we took it for ourselves. And now we are going to settle this area and put it to God's intended purposes. We are Nang Nang's chosen. And we will colonize this particular settlement for the children of God. So when you say settlement, you mean this little uh, pond of water or... Indeed. This okay. is the holy city of Nang Nang. She has chosen us, her chosen children, her beloved few, that we may live in her blessing. And she will come, and she will affirm, and she will love me. Okay, that last part sounded very inappropriate, but uh, I then, like, look towards... I'm assuming it's a dragonborn and a dwarf? There is a dragonborn and a orc? And oh, it's I, an orc. Oh, uh, that token, that actually is Orm, uh, Orm's token. I still need to fix that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. I kind of just explained that they only care about this little puddle he, yeah, here um, for holy grounds. Is that important? It's like, oh, hmm, interesting. Uh, is terribly don't... sorry about the insolence of his friend earlier. They don't Look, really... I... As, uh, no, there's the... I, I'm not talking to you, I'm just trying to think, because I don't think there's going to be an easy solution. Once I might have to die, the problem is I'd rather we know the intent as to which side might kill us in the end when they're done with us, versus, you know... Exactly, like, think about it this way. There are 40 bow and arrows pointing right at us, plus this group of purple grunts. I don't know yeah. if we'd be able to get survive if we can't. I mean, honestly, it's like we have to talk our way out of it. Maybe well, we should have I listened to Dor in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess I asked this question: Why are we here? And is it really that bad for them to have this pond? Well, I think that in the eyes of fanatics, yes. Um, in our <laughs> eyes, I don't think I don't really care. I just, I just don't want to die because. Well, we want, like, what? How much gold? How, how much is this little pile of gold that we're trying to get our hands on? It's like thousands, right? You look over and you see that there is a, a pond inside of the shrine that's slightly elevated amongst the pond that you are now currently standing in. It is the king's wallowing hole, and inside of which there is a pile of gold and silver. It's kind of like above you, but you can see the shimmering sparkles illuminated by this phosphorescent fungi that is casting quite a bit of shingly, shimmery sparkles. Exactly. Yeah, um, so maybe. probably not thousands. Maybe hunt, maybe maybe a thousand, maybe a little less. But the thing is, is, is it really worth our life? Uh, I doesn't know about that. It's, I mean... I think first things first. I think we should probably Grok should probably try to save Dwar. Grok, speaking of, you look around and there is like no sign of your friend. And as you look, you see a very faint stream of tiny bubbles bubbling up from where your friend was pulled under the water. Dwar. Yes. Cricket. Cricket. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. 
Your body melts away as your ego dies. You become one with the universe of light speed rainbows streaking across the cosmos faster than time as you fall through the infinite. Fractal unicorns vomit stardust in concentric circles emanating from the origin of everything, the beginning, the end of all things. Hypnotoad. You see him in the center of your field of vision as you fall infinitely towards them. Why can't we hear your music, Wookie? Hmm? Well, it's between it's between didgeridoos. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. I was like, why can we not hear your music? Hey! <laughs> Played? Yeah, yeah, from his audio. Oh. Uh, does the golden grungy seem hostile? He's quite hostile. He's going through a crowd, and he's like halfway through this crowd of like a couple hundred orange grung. Half of them are dead in piles of like ripped out chest, like chest huggers exploding out of their chests and their hearts being removed. And the rest of them are just like, oh god. It's only a matter of time. Please, Nang Nang, save us. And Nang Nang's not coming. Uh, All right. Grog. Can I approach? Oh, oh, no, you do it. You go, you go. Sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, can I approach him non-hostily? Sure. Yeah, you approach, and he's pretty cagey. He's, like, right chest. Uh, he's, like, elbow deep in another grung's chest as you approach. Good, yeah, help me out. Kill that orange grung over there and get his heart out. I am um, not going to do such. Um, just so we can, like, not desecrate anything. Could we leave and get our friend back? Well, I suppose as long as you don't try and stop me, it's real important that Nang Nang comes and, and I need her so bad. And at this point, um, there is a purple grung that comes up to you and, and is like waving their big, um, there's like, not, not pseudopods, not suckers at the end of their hands, but they're like, you know how like frog hands have the sticky things on the end of their hands? Mucus, yeah. yeah, she's like waving that back and forth and it's like splattering all over the place. Well, 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 not so fast. We need your help, please. This is a ceremony for Nang Nang. And do we need your assistance? Please come with me right, right this way, right this way, before you go. And she kind of like gives you a, a quick, a wet pat on the back, and it kind of pulls you because it's like sticky off to the side. But wait, 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 please, please. Don't leave. We really need you to help the ceremony go along. Um, look, look. I'm the Grand Priestess of the Grung, and I have no confidence at all that this sacrificing of just a mass killing is going to bring Neng Neng anywhere closer to appearing before us. But what I do have is this. And she, from her cloak, pulls out a little pot, and it seems to be full of, like, a, a thick... Um, like substance kind of like a gel and she takes off the lid of it and there's like a whole glittering rainbow like um a luminescent like an opalescent sheen to this substance here use this this is some magic paints i need you to paint 
a perfect likeness of the god Nang Nang and trick Grok into thinking that Nang Nang has appeared and is very happy to see him and loves what he's doing and he needs to stop like he's done enough and and and, and that she like likes him a lot and that he's a great guy and then like leave. Oh, oh, oh uh, okay. We just really uh, need to make him think that this sacrifice, this great ritual, was a smashing success. And if we could do that sooner rather than later, so not all of these innocent grung are murdered, that'd be, uh, I mean, really, that'd be fantastic. I'll see what I can do as I, like, take the pot. <laughs> I guess. Okay, okay. Uh, and which one of your friends will you be painting to, uh, to make them look like Ning Ning? Uh... <laughs> Just quickly grab the closest person to me and go. Grok, this Grok one. Grok volunteers tribute. <laughs> <laughs> Grok, this one. I, I paint Grok. I will start this tribute. Do we even know what Dang Dang looks like? Well, that's gonna be a uh, intelligence check on the part of of Malice here. Uh, Malice, I need you to make a. Uh, okay, actually, one second. Okay, yeah. So it's going to be an intelligence check as you paint the like makeup paint, magic makeup paint onto Grok and Grok. You're going to need to make a deception check as the both of you like do the Wizard of Oz like step behind the Trust curtain me. real fast and and Grok knows how to pull. Is <laughs> <laughs> um, anything I can do? Yeah, I think you kind of you kind of skipped out on what's happening to currently yeah like you were in the middle of explaining it and then you kind of so if grok you would like to make a perception check to see like if the bubbles are still coming up out of the i'll make the perception check and then i'll make me i'm just like uh that was bad bad. okay i'll just use eight (laughs) um we'll see like his friends like hello your greatness um, is there something that uh, we can do to reclaim our friend? I know he was a little bit uh, against your your will, but uh, we might ha- can change his mind into perverting into this lovely ceremony. Yeah, I suppose you can drag him up from the waters uh, if you can find him. I don't know where he went exactly. All right, as he okay. <laughs> as he. Uh, wait a minute. Uh, da, 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 da. Oh yeah, I need to. <coughs> I need to make the deception check. I'll do that. Uh, uh, do I silver? Can I silvery barbs my <laughs> intelligence check? Is that okay? Yes. Yay! I do that then. Uh. I actually have no fucking hey, uh, way to plunge in there and rescue my friend, but he's gonna say like, "Well, you kind of did it on your own, so can you please come put it back where he was, please, your your greatness." Look, this city has some unique magical defenses. I don't know where the togs take them. I think they just hide under the mud. You you can try and pull them up. Uh, okay. Uh, all right. I'll try. He goes to do that. <laughs> okay. That's uh, gonna be a str- well, actually, perception check to find him. Okay. 
I use guidance because I need it. Oh, I know. You can roll with advantage because you do. You were like right next to him when he got pulled under the mud. Okay. All right, so we got a 14 and an 18. So that's two okay. successes. Pretty good. Okay, that, that is a 15. 15? You have no idea. You're like, you're like knee deep and you're dropping to your hands and you're like shoving your arms up to the shoulder, like scrounging around in this mud and you have no idea where it went. And. The bubbles at this point have completely stopped coming up. Okay, he plunge uh, into the water. Oh, he's gonna just he... go in to save his friend. That's nice. Yeah. Uh, he's gotta save the the. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Can can I? Wait, wait. I have something. I have something. I have something. Uh, da 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 da. Do I have a swing? Do I have a swing? Swing. A swim. Uh, yes. Oh uh, yes, 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 yes. I I drink my um I drink uh my transformation uh uh da 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 experimental elixir and I gain uh, alter self so I can swim uh give me a second. I'm trying to trying to moment where is the fucking spell. Ah! Okay, wait. Uh. Sorry. Uh. Alter self. Sorry. I'm just going to place it so. Yes, aquatic adaptation. You adapt your body to aquatic environment, spawning gills and growing webbing between your fingers. You can you can breathe underwater and gain a swimming speed equal to your walking speed. So I have. Uh, 30 foot uh, swimming speed. So you transform and you dive down and you immediately tell that this mud underneath the city is some kind of magical property. And as you transform into a frog, you see this entire other world open up before you. It's not just this soggy underfoot land that's holding your friends up. It expands forever below you and as you sink hundreds of feet down below you you see far below you where the darkness enshrouds everything a frog of stone and you know that's where your friend is and it takes everything for you to get down there all your strength your lungs are burning as you make it to the statue and you try and rip open its jaws and pull your friend out the bubbles there's one or two just occasional solitary bubbles that drift out from it. And as you look around, you see right. hundreds of other statues there. All right. Uh, I'm going to spend a... Uh, I'm going to spend a spell slot to, uh, uh, to magically create another potion <laughs> of the transformation. And I'm going to shug it into Dwarf's Mouth. I think I'm still inside the stone frog, though. Are you still inside? Okay. Uh... I'm still, like, cartwheeling in a galaxy with a hypnotoad. <laughs> yeah, you're just oh. spinning on end over end in a yeah, hypnotoad galaxy. Okay. So what I'm going to do, which will be very weird to say, but I don't think I can pull that off. Uh, mm... I throw something at the hypnotoad. <laughs> well... 
Uh, <laughs> well, I'm trying to. I'll, I'll try to drag this. The well, uh, I don't want to break it. That's the thing. It's. I, I don't know if if I break it, you you'll be. I don't know if you're petrified or anything. Can I make like a medicine check if it is petrified or something? Well, he's currently in a frog's mouth. It's kind of hard to. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait, wait. Is he in his statue or? Yeah, there's he... a giant stone frog that has swallowed me, and I'm inside it. Okay. Dwarf, uh... make a strength check. Just a uh, yeet something at uh, at the at the hypnotoad. Okay. Oh. <laughs> God I have such a high bonus. There's like this thing. Yeah, you throw it and it, you throw it up above you and it comes back down and it hits you. All right, so I cast Sanctuary on the war. The frog has to make a wisdom saving throw. Don't don't you have to see him to be able to cast me? Unfortunately, you are the creature within range against attack. Let's see. All right. It is... It just says in range. I'm not being attacked, though. Oh, yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah uh, so... I'm just swallowed. <laughs> okay. is that, isn't, that te- isn't that technically grappled? I guess. So, uh, Teridus, as you're down there and you're trying to figure out how to get your friend out of the parallel spinny dimension, Grok, <laughs> you step behind this corner. Looking good. Like, you you know you're looking yeah. quite fine. This is the best you've felt, like, in a while. And as you come around the corner... Grok sees you, and his eyes widen. His eyebrows turn into these huge McDonald's arches, and he turns to you. Nang Nang? Nang Nang, is that you? You've come! Hey, hot stuff. <laughs> oh, God. Please right. make a <laughs> deception. I saw all these beautiful bodies you tortured for me, and I, I just had to come down. Oh no. Uh, please make a deception or a performance check. Alright, let's see. Which one would be better for me? Oh, they're both bad, so I guess uh, performance it is. 18. Wow, you guys are rolling so well. That was uh, a clutch roll. <laughs> I am so happy you came, Nang Nang. This means so much to me. What can I get you? Do you want me to murder the rest of these orange grunks? Because I'll do it! Anything for you, baby! No, I got, I got something better you can do for me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I want you to spare all those orange grunts. What? No, no. I mean, I guess I could. Are you sure? I mean, uh, hey, all right. I'm your, go- I'm your goddess. Yeah, you are, baby. I'll tell you what. I'll what? give you a fat, a fat, juicy reward if you do that for me. Oh, man. All right. Okay, I'll spare them. Anything for you, babe. All right. Thank uh, you. Cutscene back on over to Teridus and Dwar. What are you doing, Teridus? Uh, uh da, 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 maybe hit him with the sacred flame. I guess. <laughs> no. Anime. 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 Yeah, oh my god! You're running out of uh, options, Teridus. Yes. Just punch I, it really hard. I, I cannot punch. Anyway, sacred flame. Doesn't have cover, so at least it will hit him. It's inanimate. Yeah. You can't do it to an inanimate object. It's an inanimate object? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just a statue. Uh-oh. Oh. Okay, Eldritch Blast, that motherfucker. Two time. <laughs> there you go. Roll to hit? Uh, Actually, it's a statue. It's not moving. Roll damage. 
Okay, uh, it's 2d10 because this is what we're supposed to do. Uh, where's my dice? <laughs> there you go. That's a d12. That is a d10. All right, 2d10. Oh, no, you know what? Uh, let's use my no my breath. Yeah, let's use my breath. How many do I get? Oh, just one. <laughs> okay. Wow, I roll shit. Uh, ten force damage. That's enough damage. Door, you see some cracks emerge in the rainbow wall, and water starts immediately filling in through the opening, and it is just falling into the abyss around you. But you're able to angle in your free fall and make your way over this torrent of water and push your way through back into this lake that's flooding through this small rip in dimensions. You just see uh, Tower this is it's just like you see it like a little smirk on his face just like it's grabbing your arm and just pulls you out of the water if he can. Working together, arm in arm, you guys come up through the water and psh, psh, <gasps> emerge back in the shrine. There's just one more thing I want you to do for me, baby. Anything. <laughs> Please let me know, Nang Nang. Got me hot. I want, I want you to give all that gold that you were going to give me and give it to that group of people that helped you slaughter all those people for me. They deserve it. Uh, I mean, and this... Then, Hmm. We could be together forever. All right. Ever, well, if ever. this is the la- ever, 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 if this is the last thing in between you and I getting busy, all right, all right. And he goes over to the, he goes over to this basin, underneath the shrine, and he picks up thirty-three gold, and hands it over to, yeah, Teridus and Dor. You guys like come up, and you immediately are being handed a pile of gold and a giant piece of green quartz. And then he goes immediately back over to Grok, who looks a little different. All right. Take me. I'm so ready. Just close your eyes. Okay. And he closes his eyes. Grok gets his maul, raises it above his head, (laughs) and comes down onto the gold grung full force. Everything he got. He rages as he does this, and he just is gonna destroy this man. Oh, oh, baby, no! It's too kinky I need to this! (laughs) Ah, stop it! Ah! Oh, it hurts! (laughs) The spirit is willing, but the flesh is spongy and bruised. Oh, God! Oh, God! Help! Help! And he is. Try to get away, and we're going to go ahead and roll initiative. Grok, go ahead and make uh, two attacks on the uh, King Grok over here. All right, 18 and 21. More, you there. You're just there with me. All right. I'm, now, where is my initiative? Replace my question. <laughs> sure, let's see what mine is. Yay, 9.14. Looks like both of those are going to hit Grok. I got 14. For initiative. Okay, let's do that. Oh, yeah, let's see what I have. So, looks like. After 13. We're gonna be doing 11. 12, 19. Oh my god. 10, you, just, you just went back down and you just right back up to smug that fucking bitch. Just comes up, coughs up the mud, like, you motherfucker. <laughs> 31 damage. 
I hope you still that 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 scene for uh, uh, Jane and animation, Grok. You did right. <laughs> What did I do? Okay, never mind. I don't think you know the the YouTuber. The YouTuber pulled the same fucking thing. It, she she literally disguised self and betrayed it as the the BBG's wife, as they literally like. Um, <laughs> did a hug and she fucking blasted with her dragon friend. <laughs> no, I, I never like, saw that. But yeah, don't worry. <laughs> so yeah, that's what Grok does. He oh, by the way, he's just trying to knock out the king. He doesn't want to kill the king. Non-lethal so damage. Got it. Non-lethal damage. So he doesn't want to get in trouble with about killing the king. Got it. Okay. 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 Okay, okay, okay. Uh, so, Dwar, yeah. you're going to be going first, so you get up out of the water, the king hands you a bunch of gold, Actually, and... I think Malice will be going first. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, Malice and yeah, then Dwar. Thank you. So, what are we are against? We're against Just... the king and the purple grung, I think, but honestly, it might only be the king right now, because maybe the purple grung secretly hate him? Maybe? Maybe, hopefully. Probably not. Okay. <laughs> But yeah, Malice, you're going to be going first. Then the crazy. <laughs> oh, also, so are we in like a building or is this more like an open shrine? We're thinking the shrine has an opening at the front of it where its stomach kind of opens up like a drawbridge, but it is uh got okay. three walls. Got it. So it's kind of shielded from most of the grung eyes and arrows. Yeah, That's sure. Um, <laughs> all right, Malice, are you... Um, might have to circle back to Malice in a second. Unless she is muted. Uh, no. Hello? Hey, there she is. Hello? I hate my mic. Oh, no. <laughs> like, if I, if I lightly tap it, it mutes me. <laughs> no! Uh, okay. Uh, I said uh, my owl is going to... What's the fucking thing called? Uh... You know, there, there Yeah, we don't want to kill this guy, I feel like. I feel like if we kill him, that's just gonna... I feel like we can still talk our way out of this, but if we kill him, there's a slim chance. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's a 14. 14? That hits. Yeah. Non-lethally stabs oh. you. <laughs> Yay. 10. 10 points? And as a bonus action, I give uh, Rock Bardic Inspiration. <clears throat> Much appreciated. Oh my god. Alright, Dor, you emerge up out of the water. You see your friend Grok beat the ever-living shit out of the king. Malice quickly steps and gives him a good poke as well. The king looking real bad, looking real rough. I don't know why, but I just imagined Grok in a dress with makeup. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, dwar wiping the mud from his face. 
It's about time you saw the reason, and then he's gonna take his hammer and slam the, on the gold hey, ground. Non lethally! <clears throat> I don't care, just put the, I went out the window and he put me in the stupid throne. <laughs> no! Oh no! Uh -oh. <laughs> oh, there goes our bargaining power. Uh oh. Uh oh. Ten, oh. <laughs> Ten that just misses. Ooh. Dodged a bullet there. Is that your turn? Yeah. You know what? Not worth my time. I'm just gonna walk off. So, does that mean it's... Dio's turn? That means it's the Grung's turn. Oh. From the front of this shrine, you hear an eruption. A croaking mass as they see their king assaulted by these infidels. I could still understand them because tongue is an hour. Oh my god, they're killing the king! Oh my god, rabble, rabble, rabble! Rabble, rabble. Uh, I guess these guys will like move right there ish. Oh, oh my god. Oh, come on. I mean, some of these guys didn't like the king. Surely. Ugh. You guys. I think it's just this group up here. Uh oh. This guy's gonna uh, run past you, Dwar. You may take an opportunity attack on him if you may like. No. Alright, then a bunch of other guys are going to follow him in. They are going to pack this shrine like a sardine can. I should have done something. <laughs> yeah, alright, let's roll with advantage. Oh, no. <laughs> how, many, how many of them are there? There are 40 green grung attacking currently. Oh my goodness. 40? Alright. Uh, and are none of them, like absolutely none of them, trying to be on our side for, you know, preventing genocide? Oh, oh, oh the orange the grung! Orange what, yeah, what about the orange grung? Surely... Okay, if, well, They are still cowering we, in the corner. We did slaughter half of them, so maybe <laughs> they wouldn't be so happy about it. These guys yeah, will move up that. a little bit. Oh, we're so dead, aren't we? Grok has a plan. Grok has a plan. I have a plan. <laughs> Does a 17 hit you, Teridus? 17? No. Really? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> There's my d4. All right. Then move on to Grok. Ooh, that's pretty good. Does a 22 hit you, Grok? Yes. But as they do, I'm like, stop. Your queen commands it. <laughs> Go ahead and roll a deception check, actually. Yeah, see? I'm still painted as the goddess. I mean, deception, if the king falls for it, shouldn't the rest of them fall for it? Alright, I'm going to use my last lucky point for that. Fifteen. Wow. They fall to their knees. He was a bad king with it. Um, I know. That's why I took matters into my own hands, darlings. You're right. Oh God, now he's... It's time for a new king. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey. Nang Nang is the queen. Uh, yeah. Queen Nang Nang, we will follow you. Yeah, well, first things first, darling. Stop attacking these strangers that helped. I think these guys should be able to walk free. Uh, but you're going to stay, right? Of course, darlings. <laughs> I'll stay. I'm just going to see them out, and then I'll come straight back to my loyal subjects. Oh, Don't God. believe them. That's not 
True Nang Nang. Wow. Can I kick him? Nang Nang. Oh, oh, how'd you know my? Those were on my chest. Okay. Well, I think that I am done watching this display. I'm just look. Just make the priest the king. Just give them the title. Yeah. I think that they make the hype, make this a meritocratical theocracy. Now, 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 strangers, let's not get too hasty. I think you should leave before, you know, you make any dumb decisions that might blow your cover. <laughs> I immediately look at her and just like show a deck or with like, like you want to be next. <laughs> Uh, Grok, um, I, I'm actually, everybody, I'm going to take you out of initiative order because the Grok, the Grung are not aggressive. There is like a bit of a pile up as the word, the words of Nang Nang ripple through the crowd. There's like confusion. There's still like a little bit of jostling, but Dwar is just pushing, uh, a, uh he is parting the seas through this crowd of grung and they're so confused they're just like kind of stepping to the side um uh, okay uh, uh nang nang, nang uh, what's happening what do we do uh now, nang nang will tell you all in due time let these people go and i will explain my grand idea they they part the huge sea of grung before you they swim and all these like different V's that emanate through the lake all drift away as you guys are made way for. Hey, Frog, does this wall open up like the other one? Y- yes, yeah, one second. I'll go ahead and make an opening there for you. And the purple grung, the priestess, Grok, she, um, yeah, she makes like a gesture with her hand and the vines twist and unravel themselves, allowing you exit into the jungle that surrounds this uh, Dungrungalung. All right, let's get the fuck out of here. All right, just climbs the hatch. This is like, look at everyone and says, well, I, I was planning that if if we were fucked, I was going to change it to the Grungi. And I was just say, this is the imposter. I really don't feel comfortable leaving them with that leader. What if they come after us? All right, score you, Grok. Goodbye. <laughs> so, Grok. He got himself into the mess. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he yeah. did. He definitely did. <laughs> you got a cane back. Um, yeah, so Grok follows the group, obviously, and, you know, he's leading them out like a good queen would. At this well, point, there are. Back. There's like a, a hundred or two green grung all following you out into the jungle. Uh-oh. <laughs> okay. Uh-oh. My loyal subjects, my time here is just beginning, but I need you all to do one simple thing for me before I go. And I am going to be clear that that's the will of your queen. Anything, God Queen. We will follow you to the ends of the earth. Okay, thank you. First thing first. <laughs> you know, actually, this is uh, not too bad. Um. Uh, oh, wait, wait, wait. I-, I know how to solve this. Um, 
I know how to solve this issue. Yeah. Um, um, just give so, me a second to, con- to consult with these uh, people, these strangers. Uh, I'll be two two seconds. And Grok's you, like, you, okay, you, how do we get how do we get rid of these rocks? All right, <laughs> I have a solution, but please bear with me. You're going to say this as he literally uh, puts his telepathic things and says, says says to them that you will disappear and that you have your god manners that. It's going to blow your fucking mind. Please do that. Uh, please say do. Uh, this is to literally stand down. I'm going to do something and make you disappear. All right. Right. And so, they'll yeah. try to kill us. No. You or she. Yes. They'll think that you had something to do with their goddess's disappearance. And suddenly <laughs> they might not be so happy afterwards. No. No. It's just. It's, they're just going to like. You need to put them into a state of like, I'm returning home. I'm casting some teleportation. Go back. I will be there. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, All right. That's uh, a, so, so that's a really good. That's a really good idea, Tordis. I, I think that'll work. So he, he casts rope trick. <laughs> uh, um. Well, thank you all so much for this opportunity. Now, I'm going to to cast my godly visage into the depths below the city you know the depths you've you've all been there i'm sure that's where i'm gonna go that's where we all need to go for my next gray grand step so everybody go back into the city and start going into that water together we will make a new empire under the waves persuasion check i put him guidance (laughs) there he goes guidance oh (laughs) my first guy that was... Oh. Can I help him? <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know. If... Just so you know, Dwar has started walking off to go <laughs> retrieve <laughs> the guide and the other two that are on the other side still. Ataro's just going to spread his wings as well if things go off. Um, With I help am... from... I'm ready to cast Fireball. <laughs> I, I have a backup plan. <laughs> With help from Malice, as well as help from Teradus, go ahead and roll with advantage. Dora, it doesn't take you long at all. Salida and the other two are are kind of like on looking at this whole scene of just like, oh my god. Oh god. I got a zero, DM. Oh my god. I, um, There's just confusion of the grung. They're just staring at you. And, and you're staring back at them. And eventually... The purple grung with one of the orange grung comes up and all right, folks, uh, lost in translation a little bit. Everyone head back to the city. There's probably some shit out here. Be dangerous for us. Nang Nang will be back in a moment. Head back in the city. And everyone like very confused and reluctant, like turns and heads back into the city. The orange grung comes up to you, Grok, and... There's like some reluctance, like there's clearly some resentment. Like you definitely slaughtered a large portion of their family. Um, don't know whether to say fuck you or thank you, but uh, in any <laughs> case, I think uh, I think it's time for you to go and as a piece of parting advice, <sighs> Neng Neng wouldn't have been able to come and I suppose it's good that you were here in the end, as you did save my life and some of our lives. Neng Neng, 
she was captured by the dark wizard Azrak and his evil god's hunger. She is right now forced to protect him, and they will not let her go until he has arisen. Thank you for your help, Grok, and thank you for disposing of the Mad King Grok. It's really no problem. Uh, Honestly, I was probably going to kill all of you, but this plan was actually way better than my original one, so... Hey, uh, why don't you get the fuck out of here? And, uh, you know, why don't you go? Why don't, you go, why don't you get the fuck off? All right. See you later, my subject. Oh, and God damn it. That's, and that's, and Grok saunters away, swinging his wide hips as he walks <laughs> into, the, into the sunset. Uh, <laughs> All right. Just... <laughs> that was Dung Grungalung. Let's go ahead and keep, uh, I'll say that took the morning. So you guys move through <laughs> the rest of the day into the noon. Who, Grok, are you manning the survival check, or would you like uh, no, Salida to do it? I am not letting him. No, come <laughs> on. Grok, Grok has done pretty good with the survival checks. Let the guy do her job. <laughs> okay, yeah, it's a good idea. Back uh, the fuck up, Grok. Wait, Let me show you how this is done. Can, hey, Grok looks beautiful. Uh, can I, can I suggest something? Can I suggest something? You do look fantastic, Grok. What's your, uh, what would you like to suggest, Artis? Um, since I cast rope trick, uh, I will push everyone into uh, the little layer so we can take a short rest. How about that? I mean, do we really need to take a short rest? I don't. What if anyone needs? I think it's probably better if we just keep uh, the journey continuing. All right. From here. All right. Moving throughout the morning, you guys continue east, trying to find the Dragon Horde of Needle. And the day passes uneventfully. The mosquitoes, the bugs, are almost overwhelming at times as they come and waves off the desecrating, rotting corpses that wander and meander through this part of the jungle. But nothing attacks you. And eventually... The crickets and the cokey frogs raise in volume as the sun dips below the horizon and night sweeps across the jungle. As Grok wipes the rest of his paint off his body, uh, Grok thinks we should stop here. Grok, take first watch. Grok put group through a lot today. Uh, Grok feels partially responsible for the uh, the uh, whole scenario that we were Good idea. You okay, guys uh, take, bend down. Grok taking first watch. The rest of you bed down and the sounds of the jungle wash over you. The insects, which were pretty intense during the day, go up to another level as the entire night just swarms the air pulses with life around you. Grok? Yeah, what's up? The night passes uneventfully. And at some point, you get into that state where you're not sure what time it is. You're just existing in the present. The rain begins to come down and lightly pat on your head. But it's not cold. It's almost refreshing, like a cool, like a tepid bath that pours down from the sky above you. And then two slits open up in the darkness before you. You see a reflection, two 
at eye level. You shout, show yourself into the, into the jungle night? Yeah, sure. Um, the rest of you wake up to Grok shouting, show yourself. What? <laughs> so we wake up? The rest of you wake up. During Grok, the first watch, to him shouting, right. Show yourself! Alright, you just sit there like... Uh, uh, Grok, what the fuck? Oh, I'm kind of embarrassed. I'm not gonna lie. Honestly, I thought there was something out there. Well, Grok may have been confused. Ah... Uh. Alright, just... Grok, I'm just very sorry about this. Honestly, Grok feels like a dick. It's alright. At least, he's just a false alarm. Uh, I'm going back to bed. Uh, Grok, understand. About, yeah. Oof, Grok, Grok's not having the best luck today with doing things. Uh. Yeah, me neither. Uh, Alright everyone, uh, let's go back to bed. Where's the first alarm? Oh, that was a mistake. I hear a dog bug. Fine though, you know. Sometimes you just make mistakes. You always do mistake. So, uh, other than that, uh, Mr. Uh, Wookie. Nothing else happens during the watch. Nothing else happens during your watch. However, as soon as everyone drifts off back to sleep, again, you see those two reflective eyes staring at you from out of the darkness. Uh, just before um, second watch is about to be end, Grok... Uh, tries to look closer to see if, if the eyes are just a trick of the mind or if maybe there's a silhouette of a beast of some sort. Make a perception check. Okay. Uh, 22. You see through the darkness you squint your eyes almost telescope in and you see two long slits like a cat's eye looking back at you focusing on you. Rock, uh, goes to wake up Jelly Bean, right? Cause oh, shit! And, I was uh, waiting to see how long it'd take y'all to notice. Uh, Grok, I just... Grok, uh, wakes up Jelly Bean. <sighs> well, your turn to watch, buddy. You, uh, Grok, <laughs> do, do want to warn you, there do be eyes staring, maybe, but, uh, don't wake everybody up for them, because... They, I don't know. It it made Grok look like a fool, so I just don't want you to fall into the same trap. Anyway, Grok, gonna... Grok, go to sleep. All right. Jellybean's gonna go look at the eyes. You just stand up and make your way into the darkness. 
Your jelly beans just, just like, he, he just goops his way over, you know. All right. So you goop on over, you squelch hey, on. Level, are we? level five. Five. Oh, I should oh. level up jelly bean then. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, well, you sure level three is lower than five. I mean, depends which way we're counting. So, is this golf rules? Oh, that's a good point. Rules all of a sudden. See, yeah, that's D and D, but it counts down from twenty. So you level up on over to the jungle and trying to keep you try and keep these eyes in sight. You're, they were pointed out to you, but now you're trying to actually stumble through the darkness, and it's a dark night. The clouds block the moonlight from illuminating the jungle below. And it's just a steady downpour that makes the jungle slippery underneath you, which usually wouldn't inhibit you. You'd just be able to roll on through. But the darkness is what's really inhibiting inhibiting me. It's, it's slowing you down. Make a perception check to see if you can see the eyes and continue to maintain where they are. Oh, no. Uh, not good. First first roll of the night, uh, and that one. So you saw them. You know that they were there when they were pointed out to you by Grok, and you they were over there, so you make your way over there, and you're not moving for more than a few seconds before the entire jungle just goes silent around you. There's no sound. There's no light. All of a sudden, the rain stops around you. There's no sensation. It's like you're floating in space. The only thing that's holding you to the earth is the gravity and the wet jungle smell. And then the entire jungle around you opens as hundreds of eyes surround you in every direction. You spin and you see that you're totally surrounded. Some of the eyes are huge, as big as you are. Some of them are small, and they're all moving. Uh, Jellybean is going to... Jellybean's going to head back. You know what? He's going back to the camp. This may have been a poor decision. He's heading back to camp now. So Make a goes. survival check. Uh, 21. You're sure this is the right direction? <sighs> Your pseudopods hit the earth and you start clawing your way back you should have been there by now you should have oh oh you're back in camp <sighs> okay your friends are around you and the eyes are no longer no longer surrounding you already jelly beans going to stay at camp now not his problem a few hours pass you'll complete the rest of your shift without incident i'm awesome Jellybean, you do notice in the party there is a individual you have not met before. There is a red hat as well as a snowy white owl. And they seem to be resting comfortably. Alright, just so you know, Jellybean is a blue blob with glowing rocks for eyes with a bow tie. That's, that's what the Jellybean looks like. Jellybean, do you just Plop down and go to bed. Uh, who, who's next on shift? 
I don't think that was determined. I don't know. Yeah, you can just choose. Yep. Um. Uh, fuck. Uh, someone. Someone. I guess. I guess the owl person. Oh, uh, okay. Excuse <laughs> me. Owl person's next. Owl person's waking up to see a blue blob staring at them. Little correction on the D DM. She is oh. wearing all purple and she is a red tea. All purple. Thank oh, you. Okay. All purple, owl. red tea flame. Thank oh, you. I thought it was an owl. And, okay, I heard owl. No. Okay, I have owl. A, okay. I have a pet snowy owl. <laughs> okay. All right, please. Uh, I, I just look at you and go. Uh. Hi. Joey, the, the blob morphs into a humanoid form. And the humanoid form morphs to look like you, except it's just blue goo. And it points at you, and it says, Your shit. Uh, for a brief moment, you see her eyes come. Like glare with the light as as she blinks, it goes right back back to what a normal humanoid eyes look like, and she goes, "I okay, I I guess it's my shift." Okay, Jellybean turns into small ball, small blob, and then just slinks away. <laughs> the little owl just like hops beside you and like tilts its head, kind of curious, and wants to peck it. If, if owl pecks, it, the, the blob just moves it away, so it just misses entirely. Even if it aims for center mass, there's just a big hole in them now. Yeah. Okay. Uh. Yeah. I guess I'm. I'm watching for shift. I guess. It's like, oh, we, there's weird eyes. Don't go into the dark. Would I understand that? Mm, there's, there's weird eyes in the dark. Don't go there. Okay. <laughs> With that warning, it is now your shift. The night continues to deteriorate weather-wise. The weather, it just starts pouring rain. And between these huge raindrops that everyone kind of like huddles into a little ball to protect themselves, it's not particularly cold. It's not that they're trying to conserve energy. It's just like just big old raindrops coming down from the sky. DM, uh, how how big of the, the group would you say in like a mass would they be in? Like 10 feet or by 5 feet? I'd say everyone's pretty spread out at this point. Probably in a, in a 10 by 10 square unless someone specifically wanted to get out more towards the outskirts of the group. I'd say uh, everyone's kind of keeping it pretty tight, not too tight. They're not like piled up on top of each other, but yeah, you guys are in about you know 10 foot Maybe even 15 foot circle. Alrighty, uh. Never mind then, I'm not gonna do what I was gonna do. I just keep watch. Keeping watch, other than the large thunderclaps that ripple throughout the jungle and the big raindrops that come down from the sky, your shift passes uneventfully. As dawn crests above the horizon, the blue turns into green as the sun begins to shift through the clouds and make this a beautiful morning in the jungle of Chult. Alright, so I'm the last shift, I guess. 
as always, Dwar gets up early and starts to do his stretches and yoga with Salida. Uh, while everyone gets up one by one, Malice just uh, plays a soft tune on her flute. You just see Thero just that, just like, you know, when he hears your, your sound of the flute, and like, it's like smiling and also like, oh, oh. It is pretty, but put it away. We do not want to draw unwanted attention. Uh, I mean, I'm playing it very softly. Sound travels in the jungle. Ah. Uh, you just see Tower this thing every day. Um, our Sam will deny that. I love her flute, so let her have any unpeace. You just say, you just say, villager after all. If we get attacked, it's on her. Salida comes up at this point. I remember Dwar has a point here. Remember when Grok was playing the flute and that horrible band of zombies came through and tried to eat us alive? It was a very beautiful sonata, though. I'm not arguing about the sonata. I'm arguing about the feasibility of trying to stealth with a musical instrument playing. Yeah, you're right. Grok no need stealth when Grok muscle. Yeah, just go on the front line. There's no way Grok messed things up. That those zombies were just there. They're gonna be there anyway. There's no, mm-hmm. no. Grok. I refuse to believe it. See, Grok I'm is sure never it was wrong. A fantastic Sonata. Exactly. Grok is never wrong. <laughs> it, it just Grok. so happens. It just so happens that when stuff doesn't turn out his way, it's because it was always gonna be that way. So mm. that's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, we're never wrong, because like when we cut that dude's ear off and just let him leave, yeah, that was great. That was a good idea. True. Always right. He probably got eaten by zombies. We did find his... Not on us. No, well, that... it was either somewhat death or all total death, so... I really do feel... Oh, I'm sorry. I'll just uh, go elsewhere, I guess, then. And <laughs> she will just walk off. No, Jellybean's following you. He doesn't know you. Okay. <laughs> Jellybean's following you. No, he's he's following you. Okay. You're just gonna have a blue blob with glowy eyes following you. That's how this works. Okay. <laughs> Alright. Uh, just gonna wander off into the jungle? That's smart. Malice? We probably just keep going. Right? Malice, do me a favor and roll a survival check as you start heading out into the jungle. Alright. So you are taking 14. point here. 14? That is a success. Coming through this portion of the jungle, it slopes upwards in an exponential curve until you're almost climbing hand over foot, preventing yourself from slipping over the muddy floor through the vines and the ferns that crest over this tilting landscape of cleared forest. The rest of you following suit, you find that there are burned, felled logs lying everywhere on their sides. And this hill, which is rising into unscalable cliffs around you, moves in parallel to the cliffs to your left and right as you come upon a framed hole in the cliff. And on top of this hole, you see it is framed in these wooden timbers. There sits a very fat cat wearing a tiny little vest and a top hat. Okay. Do you continue? Uh, I guess so. Coming up uh, closer, this scene comes into view, and you see that below him, he is sitting and sunning himself as the 
cloud layer kind of breaks around him and the rain finally stops and these huge puffball clouds momentarily block the sun and shade everything and then part allowing the sun to poke through and it's in this that the cat is basking in a little cat nap and below him is a line of very angry looking dwarves with a series of picket signs and they're scrawled and dwarvish they're carrying some uh, pickaxes and shovels and they are forming a line in front of this this hole this this mining entrance as a dwarf uh, what do the signs say uh, you see a variety of slogans. Uh, some of them say, the boss will pay. Others say, solidarity forever. Um, no work for profits. I'm going to approach the dwarves and speak in, in dwarvish. Going to ask what appears to be the problem. What, what are they, like, protesting or... Getting the jump on you, the cat rolls out of the sun nap that it's it's taking and, and casts a spell and, and then addresses you, um, to, clearly trying to intercept you before you get to the dwarves. Uh, hello there, partner. This is uh, my mind that you are approaching, a uh, private property on the stand. Uh, my name is Tiny Johnson. Gentlemen, and a pleasure to meet you, sir. Don't uh, suppose you're in the business of making good, easy money. The pains. <laughs> well, fantastic. And and how about you, miss? Are you interested in a fine paying job? I, I guess so. Well, and I'm looking to hire you. We got ourselves a bit of a labor dispute here. The only way to resolve the situation is to motivate our workers here who have seized the means of production. They're putting me in a pickle where I'm losing hundreds of gold an hour. They're gonna drive me out of business if this continues, so we're up shit's creek without a paddle. If we don't get back to work, they're gonna get stopped to death, and I'm gonna have to go back to my creditors empty-handed. Dude, can we all hear this? Like, is, is he just kind of speaking to everyone, or is it just... Yeah, I was like, it is it just crazy and being in the war and we're not part of it. Yeah, I was just wondering. It yeah, takes it was... you all a moment to to catch up as the, the party was spread out a little bit, but you guys come upon the scene and you do hear that this cat is in heated negotiations with uh you're you're catching the gist of the conversation. He's in negotiations with this union of dwarves who are striking, um refusing to work and um and yeah this this cat's just trying to run an honest mine an honest business here and they're trying to exploit him and and that's uh that's pretty much what you hear as you come upon uh the situation as malice and and jelly bean are, are trying to see what the terms of and, and the cat kind of continues i'll tell you what you do me a, a quick solid hours of labor here, and I'll give you 500 gold each and a bonus of 500 gold after the job's completed. I got a question. I passed the cat up to the dwarves. I, I have a question. I, I got a question, Mr. Cat. Mr. Cat. Mr. Cat. Dora, you continue straight by the cat. <laughs> Jellybean, go ahead. Uh, why don't you just give them what they want? Well, they want's unreasonable. I couldn't afford to operate a, a business. My margins are thin, razor thin, sir. 
You know where Why I'm are you from. Hiring us? If you Bro. don't obey the union, the union just kills you and takes it. Oh, no, yeah, violence and, and quite unreasonable, I assure you. They, they just uh, try and run me into the ground. They're, they're practical thieves. I brought all this gear out here into this rich silica mine, and now they're just trying to abscond with all the provided equipment. And I'll, I'll have you know that I paid my exploration the fee to the Baldur's Gate Guild. I have my chart of exploration right here. And with his tail, he pulls out a piece of paper from his breast coat pocket and shows it to you. And it seems to be in order. There's a stamp. The pedigree is, it seems to be quite good. Hmm. In Grok's eyes, it seems these dwarves are kind of going against the agreed upon terms. I'm going to ask the dwarves themselves in Dwarvish <laughs> why they are striking. The dwarves were up. They, first of all, are very happy to see a fellow dwarf. And speaking of dwarvish, they get right back to you. Well, you gotta understand this guy, this filthy piece of shit capitalist cat is a murderer. He's killed hundreds of us so far, and the rest of us are already destined for the grave. We are going to be a dead man soon. All we're trying to do is get a pot and sum of money for our families. So we're taken care of after we're dead. Silica minded is not a good way to go. You have to understand we're all drowning in our own lungs. They're liquefying in our bodies. The Rizzo just scream. Wow. Tuar is your man. He's the god of thunder. Do you know Dwarvish? No. Good question. Oh, yes, you're right. You're speaking in Dwarvish. <laughs> I understand. Oh, I, no. no, I don't understand. Never mind. So, Malice, you and Dwar are hearing this long list of complaint, and the more you hear, it is a horrifying story. This cat has refused to provide the the prerequisite safety equipment. There are no respirators. There is no like mandatory time between blastings he is like shoving them down into the mine right after explosions and the air is just thick with silica dust and he is like forcing them down there with violence and and they've had enough like they're taking a stand and they're trying to get some kind of compensation for their families and they know that they've only got a few weeks to live this doesn't seem like they're liable. It seems like you're liable, sir. I would have to agree. This is very poor operation. You're doing a bad job of keeping your people alive just to try and make money. What? But so, I... hold, hold on here. We do have to... <laughs> we do have to agree that, sure, maybe he don't have yeah. the best, best safety. After your stunt in Drunglegood. Whatever, the frog plays. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> but Grok, Grok couldn't help but hear that, like... Grok couldn't help but think we could come to a compromise yeah. where, both, where both parties are happy. No, I, want, I can't I wish, him. Guys, I wish, I wish to explain that Jellybean understood none of what the dwarves are saying when he says this. He just looks at him and he says... He looks at the cat and he goes, Death. And points at him. Where are well, I? okay. I think we can all come to a compromise. I think we can all reach something of agreement. As far as the 
As far as what the dwarves are requesting, I think that that's more than fair and reasonable considering the treatment they've been under. Yes, everything is They're razor thin, dying. but... Ah. Yes, they are. Croc <laughs> thinks maybe we could cut the dying part in half, so only half of the dwarves die. I don't want any more buddy, dwarves buddy, dying. That's compromise. That's compromise. Do this and I fireball you. <laughs> Listen, uh, you, your heart's in the right spot, but that's not how it works. Can I speak these, off? These, these fleshy people are are very fragile. Grok is a they is a true Grok is a true compromiser. I feel half of the deaths is more than fair for what everybody's asking for. Oh, Grok, well, all we could get it to where none die, and they still get their pay. Wookie, can I sneak off real quick? Sure, absolutely. Okay. You you back out. Everyone else is kind of in this heated discussion in front of the mine. The dwarves are starting to get into it too. You oh, you don't decide that the cat is a dirty son of a bitch. You know he's working for he's working for Wall Street. As he's you know, as he's going for, and you kind of tiptoe out the back here. Who's Wall Street? Who's, who's Wall Street? Well, investors at Wall Street, you know, back in Port Nianzaru, there's that big wall, and yeah, that's where all the investors are. They are. Okay, so I've come to a compromise. Or what? Like, like, do they all wear vests or what? Like, let's all give each other a chance to talk. Yeah, we don't. We don't. <laughs> not saying we. No, so, God, we of course we ain't all wear vests. It's ridiculous. I'm losing a little bit. Um, so where are you sneaking off to, uh, Malice? Where are you going? Uh, I'm going behind the bushes mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. a brief moment. And, uh, Wookie, if you look at my to- token, you'll see exactly what I'm doing. Uh, and I go to the dwarves and speak to them in dwarvish uh, for further understanding on like anything he may have the cat has violated. Absolutely. And if, I could possi- and if I could possibly see any proof. Sure. And at this point, there are, there's quite a line. Like this picket has taken over the mine entrance, and you are ushered inside of the mine and down into the first part of this mine that goes down. And the first thing you notice is that, like, you're not actually, give me, um, hmm. What would like a, a geology kind of role be? Like a nature? Yeah, give me a nature check. Yeah, it's a nature check. Not good at that though. Ooh. I mean, it could four. be history, depending. Four? Four. Alright, so what you notice is that there is a fine dust on everything down here. The mine carts are covered in dust, the walls, the floor. Everything is covered in this super fine dust, and each one of your footsteps leaves a little mushroom cloud behind you. And one of the dwarves that's escorting you... Oh, go ahead. Uh, I was going to ask ask them, what specifically is this dust? I'm a bit rusty with minerals. I see here's a silica. This is the most valuable items that we're able to get out of the jungles of Choltea. It's used in metallurgy. It's... It's used for crafting more advanced forms of metals. It's it's very rare. And this place is here. It's 100% silica. But that's a problem. That's a problem with silica. It's very dangerous. It's here. It's to give you silicosis. 
usually takes uh, decades of working in the mines to get silicosis. You know, they call it potter's lung, because sometimes, you know, making pots and you're drilling them, you got to wet drill them. If you don't, if you dry drill it, you're breathing that dust and your lungs are liquefying your bodies, but usually it takes yeah, decades, you know, if you're not... If you've got the proper safety equipment, you're using respirators, you're using wet drilling and you're waiting between blasting, you really decrease your risk of uh, getting any kind of serious medical issues. But that damn cat, he's got us on a timer. He's got us on a deadline. He's getting some kind of bonuses from those fat cats back in Portlandiaru. Our New Year's and it's not a share on the profits and all we're asking for is proper safety measures. So this this effect would normally happen with less time with the safety measures. But now but because he refuses to give it to you, it's increasing the rate of death. Oh that's right. And at this time he hands you like as you guys have been walking through here. He handed you this cloth, like this bandana, and he's continually putting water on the back of your neck and his neck, and he's wetting this cloth. And just in the time you've been down here, there is this stream of milk that's running down your cloth that's been absorbed as your breath comes through the cloth that you're breathing and is flooding down your clothing. This... What is... Sorry, I was going to ask, what is it? (laughs) Well, here's, here's the problem. Yeah, we got this dust floating through the air and it goes into your lung. It causes the sailors in your lung to kill themselves. It's like autolysis or something. I'm not a, a fancy biologist doctor, but I know that this dust's no good. I've had to bury many of my friends down here. And he points over to these like little etches into the walls, these little alcoves that have been hold up with these stones that are intricately carved. It's humble, and it's not nothing too fancy, just probably the names of these individuals, but there's there's dozens of these little alcoves in the walls. My god, this is not ethical. Returning back to the surface with your escort, you come back to this heated discussion. You have Grok on one side with the cat, shouting... Uh, come on. Let's uh, yeah. go. We can come to some kind of agreement, can't we? Come on. Let's, uh, let, you know, we, how about I give them respirators, but we, we continue the dry drilling. And on the other side, it's like, uh, no, we got to have all the safety precautions or nothing at all. Work stops until we have every measure that we're demanding. Then we won't have to profit. Sorry, I'm back. <laughs> um, I do have a solution. Yeah, let's hear it. So how many of you are uh, be, are afflicted right now that do not have much time left? They all raise their hand, every single <laughs> one of them. <laughs> well, We're it looks all... like your workforce is about to die without some critical healing. On your time, I'm sure. Yeah, we really appreciate that. Yeah, uh, we weren't sure if we could get anyone with the uh, magical capabilities, especially this deep in the I jungle. I think they should be entitled to... I also think that they should be entitled to half the profits. At the very least, at the very least, try to save as many as you can and give what you can to the families that have been left behind of their, you know, 
of oh. the beloved husbands and fathers. I dare say so, half. You know what it's going to take out of my timeline if I'm giving the people half of the profits? And that doesn't Wrong even get me. Well, <laughs> I don't know. Well, let, let's not get too hasty. Half is a big number. Grok don't, don't really understand fractions either. But Grok think that maybe... 20%. I'm just going to stare at Grok, and he, is going, and he is going to actually see my true eyes. I just think 20%. Oh. Oh. Grok. Grok. Oh. Let the adult talk. The compromise is is better than seeding all of your... no compromise. This... Furthermore, you'll also sign a negotiation contract with any potential negotiation... with any... If I see you signing any potential negotiation like this again with full protective wear and it is not being fulfilled, I know several movers and shakers in Baldur's Gate that would love to take a, another look at that contract you have. Oh, hey now, no, let's not get hasty. There's no reason to bring anybody outside of this here circle into this negotiation. I don't see why. Uh, hey, uh, I will uh, also uh, make uh, a note that on my return to Port Ninzaru, to ensure that any merchant that would be attempting to buy your silicate is well informed of the poor treatment of your employees and how mu- and how they would be profiting off of blood money. Okay, 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 okay. Now, 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 now my reputation needs to remain intact, especially back at the Port Nanzara. Okay, I agree to your terms, and I do say that even though I am under duress, I believe that this is acceptable while... Uh, somewhat uh, extortionary on your part, but I... Uh, sus- That's not extortion. This yeah, is extortion. Do it or I kill you. Oh, oh no, that was going to be the secondary option. He would get to walk out if you're alive. But uh, you will be main is the second option. Kill is the third option. At this but point, no. Tiny's, t- uh, Tiny's tail goes all the way to his collar, and he gives the go. Uh, all right, all right, all right, all right. Now, let's not get too hasty here. I agree to all your terms, and I furthermore uh, promise on my honor that I will uh, follow through on these terms. On the, this is, you, you can trust me as a subtle, southern kitty cat. Grok just right. doesn't understand, like, how you did this in the first place. You didn't have, like, any armed guards in case this ever happened. It's Grok. Re- reckless. Grok, stop Grok. giving him ideas. <laughs> Grok. Right. I'm just going to you know, lean in close furthermore, to the right. And furthermore. If you even think about it, I, Dwar, as the god of thunder, will personally come <laughs> visit you. Make an intimidation oh, no. check. At this point, he's like... Kind of listening to oh, Grok. Oh no, I am assisting. Private. I will be assisting in this intimidation check because uh-huh. I will literally Jelly say Bean w- double advantage. Will, it's true. It's just uh, like Jellybean is also jumping in. Like uh, Grok, Grok's just like <laughs> if you just had a couple like men with swords <laughs> and armor, you you could you could keep uh, these Grok. guys on. You guys could you could keep these guys under control. Grok, you just see Grok. You're not, so lucky. Grok. I don't have the silence spell on me. Not, I know, not, I don't look, either. Look, not that oh, not that Grok wants more suffering. Grok just thinks you're you're running Grok. a very shabby operation. Grok, if bad people are doing things wrong, you don't correct them. I know you're doing <laughs> your best right now, but you need to learn some a little more uh what's it called? Um nuance when you speak. We'll work on that. Liam <laughs> just like in the back, just 
like crossing my my arms like looking at you just intimidating with the smirk and then suddenly it looks around and is like where's the fuck is the villager <laughs> he starts <laughs> to look around like did she disappear <laughs> i don't think anyone would have paid attention i didn't even yeah. roll a stealth check <laughs> yeah i was like i was more dreaming to like the conversation and then like suddenly just i was just like yeah they can audit it and it's like he's going to speak with the what the fuck is the villager <laughs> Uh, it's a 15 uh, in the intimidation. So this cat is trembling at this point. He's done the thing where the cat guy like, jumps down onto the ground and is getting really, really small. And, um, you know what? Uh, consider yourselves all of my deal. I'm uh, going to go ahead and slink away. But um, no, you know, no, you're not. You're going to ensure that these men reach Porton and Zaru safely and get the medical treatment they need. Immediately. At this point, the cat starts carving a magical circle into this flat stone area next to the mine. And it takes, you know, a good a good solid hour as you all very threateningly ensure that he is upholding his end of the bargain. And he completes his teleportation circle. And one by one, each one of the dwarf, the, the remaining dwarves, step onto this teleportation circle and this very terrified cat takes his top hat gives it a twirl and says ah see um i dare say i see the arrows of my way you all have showed me that sometimes it's not I'm all about the profits him. i'm gonna oh, interrupt uh, him and say no. if you ever see you pull another stunt like this again you're a fried cat get it <laughs> And he <laughs> snaps his fingers and poof, in a ball of puffballs, a little bit of fur puffs into the air and they disappear. We didn't even get paid. <laughs> it's all right, Grok. Helping, the, helping those in need is its own reward, Grok. <laughs> Grok. Grok would disagree with that, but it seems like you guys are happy about the outcome. I splash a bunch of cold water. I use shape water, just, just like <laughs> douse Grok in water. Oh, refreshing. I, I know. Just, uh, this in the back, just like, so you prefer genocide? I see. Genocide? No. Money? Yes. I do, <laughs> but it's. Guck, <laughs> you need to understand that we have a dwarf with us. Do you? You don't? You don't think that he will uh, protect his own people? I mean, he's a god of thunder, after all. Guck doesn't see race. <laughs> I imagine oh, you're in the group hearing this. <laughs> I, so you're racist, Grok. Is, is that what I'm saying? <laughs> Grok, no. Grok, kill, Grok, Grok, quick, Grok kills equally, okay? Grok, think about it this way. You were married once, yes? Grok remembers. You don't All have to bring it up. frogs that you killed could have been the husbands and or wives of the other ones that survived. And no, you took that away from them. Cer certainly not, right? <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps I next want time. to see Grok's character sheet just to see what number he put down for intelligence. <laughs> what is it? What is it? Oh, is it? Is it eight? Is it? I, I have a feeling it's six or five. Oh. Uh, my God! <laughs> Perhaps next time you think about doing any of this stunt. Other races besides orc can get married. Yes. Jeez. What have I done? <laughs> 
Impossible. <laughs> it was my assessment was correct. Oh my god. This is shocking news. With... At least I let you do it. That was the funny part. Educating no. and illuminating the other aspects of your fellow human humanoids. You continue to move through the jungle and make way out of this hole-in-the-wall mine and continue towards Needle's treasure. Um, could I get someone to make a survival check as you continue through the forest? Jelly bean will. Oh, good. I'll guidance you. Don't trust my survival. All right, Jelly bean, come on. Lead us true. Lead us true. Why the fuck did my computer turn off? Uh... Can someone roll a 1d20 for me? My okay. <laughs> I got a three. A, a three? Yeah, a three. Uh, never mind. I think I'll get my computer turned back on. Oh, okay. That, that's... I could also roll survival. I have a plus six. Wow. I have a plus eight. I have, wow. I have a plus zero. Yeah, Jellybean knows his shit. I mean, Jellybean is the map person. Yeah. Jellybean is a cartographer for a Space people. Yeah, you have. You have a guide. What? Holy shit! It's not working. Were you sick, crazy? Oh, I was asking Wookie if I needed to roll a stealth to join back with the group. Hmm. Uh, depends. When are you joining back with the group? Are you kind of, are you subtly just uh coming and rejoining the group as the teleportation of the cat and the dwarves disappear off into the teleportation circle or are you coming in after i'm coming in like when the dwarves are all through the teleporter got you it that just, you just see that this is like ah oh, there you are where are you at oh do you do you immediately see me at the cave Roll a stealth check. Let's see what you... you know, see if anyone notices you with your super stealth action. Yeah, that's uh, in my uh, perception. <laughs> 22. Okay, that passed. You don't see nothing. You, yeah. You're like a ninja. <laughs> wait, wait. Uh, hey, I didn't think y'all were looking for me. Well, uh, well, these four... I guess we're trying to convince about uh, getting some treatment about the dwarves, but they handled quite well. I like... mean, there was like over like four dozen dead bodies of dwarven men. What? Yeah, and the air in there is a little bit poisonous. If you, you, you don't just have the... just like just shush your mouth and just talking to you typically like, don't say that dwar dwarf is going to be pissed. I was already pissed. <laughs> 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 you cannot, you cannot, uh, you cannot, uh... What did you want, Wookiee? Survival? Like, as you try to quiet. No, it wouldn't change his reaction. He was already pissed, but he knows to settle, when to settle things peacefully. Uh, Jellybean, what were you perception? Percepting? I hit a wrong button whenever it was loading. Okay. Survival like, I, seventeen. I, survival seventeen. It's the same bonus, but I feel it feels wrong pushing the wrong button. Mm -hmm. Well, twenty-five and seventeen both succeed. So you continue through the jungle, making your way east towards Needle's treasure hoard, and cresting through the canopy to the north. You see, rising high above the jungle is a three hundred foot tall, naturally formed spire of rock with smoke issuing from a flaming beacon at the top of it. The walls of the spire are sheer, 
and dotted with small caves. Frail-looking ladders hang from narrow ledges, ledges? From narrow <laughs> ledges at various heights. Keep rolling, 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 rolling. Is this <laughs> our destination? Uh, I don't know, uh, but let's see who we have to be against to. Feral is... Yeah, Grok looks at them. Is this, is this it? Uh, no, that's that's definitely not it. We're looking for a dragon horde. That's like some kind of fucking spire or some shit. I think like that's, you know, like rocks aren't supposed to be on fire. Whatever the fuck that is, definitely not what we're looking for. Like dragons don't like to be like, hey, here's all my golden shit. Come take it. Yeah, he, he's well, I mean, it depends on the dragon, really. It does depend on the dragon. You know, you're absolutely right. And yeah, turn their homes into volcanoes. That's really true. Yeah. yeah, we're we're looking for a green dragon. Is the rumor on needle though? I don't think it's a red dragon horde we're looking for. I regret joining this group. <laughs> Why? Well, Come on! Don't worry. It gets so much worse. Uh, <laughs> You're going to fight a dragon? Uh, no, we're going to rob a dragon. <laughs> That's worse. No, I am going to fight the dragon. I am the god of thunder. I want to fight it. Hey, 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 young lady. Uh, Look at me really, really close. First (laughs) off, I'm 27. (laughs) And I'm 35. What's your point? I'm not young. (laughs) I'm 39. (laughs) Okay. 68. Listen, we... we, You have to to understand, young lady, that we got stolen shit from a kraken... (laughs) That could have killed us in the first place. So I don't think a dragon will stop us. What is wrong with you people? <laughs> Listen, we want our shit back. We want to buy things and also survive in this holy mess of Baldur's Gate. So I know, Dwar, you want to have fun and be the god of thunder. That's okay, we get it. I'm already the god of thunder. I know. <laughs> I was I was contracted to make a map of this planet, and it's bullshit so far. So, Brock misses wife. Well, it's this this space is kind of shitty and on its own, Jelly Bean. So you you got yourself a point of admiration. This whole planet's shitty. I know, right? This at this point, I don't. Well, it wouldn't surprise me if y'all had a demon in the party. Well, you kind of won. Why is everyone what? looking at me? Wow. Hey, whoa, hey, whoa! <laughs> wow, right. I know I refer to all you non-oozes as fleshies, but that's fucked up. Come on. I hate to see prejudice like that. Just because he's made out of ectoplasm doesn't mean he's evil. Alright, so later, is this the destination, or do we have further to go to Needles later? Later. All right, Jellybean, you take out the map and you see that this is, as you come across a river, you coordinating and looking and cartographering, you see that this is the river Olong. And you are very close to where, comparing the map that you have and that you retrieved from Shago, and, well, the map that you updated with Shago's map that you retrieved from Syndra... You also compare that to the map, the treasure map that Feral has, and you are coordinating. You figure that if you guys hurry, you could be there just as the sun is going down and make it towards Needle's treasure. That sounds wonderful. Let's go. 
I don't care about whatever this is. Jellybean, would you make me another survival check as you try and pinpoint the last distance through the jungles of Cholt, trying to find the Dragon's Horde location? Can I aid him? 14. Yes, you can roll with advantage because uh, Dwar is giving you assistance and trying to Lewis and Clark this right here. 18. 18 puts you over. Crossing the river and the last hexagons in the way towards <laughs> Needle's Bones. <laughs> the jungle is thick. And for a while now, it's refreshing. The rotting stink of meandering undead has been left behind for but a moment as you move through fresh, living jungle. These white lilies, these huge ferns, all glisten with the dew of a freshly fallen rain. As suddenly, there's a slope beneath your feet. You notice it first, Jellybean, because you're very liquid. But the rest of you feel your feet begin to ache. As a wide sinkhole yawns open before you, it almost feels gravitational. You're almost pulled into it as the earth is littered with goblin bones. The opening is 90 feet across and clearly circular. The stone walls are very near vertical. 30 feet down this sinkhole, the jungle just falls away into it and it's filled with a murky green water. Hundreds of frogs hop from one floating plant to another in this fetid liquid below. And as you look down into this muck, you see a massive rib cage. The fine wing bones of a dragon rise above the murk. Vines, moss, lichen hang from the bones. Judging from how, how much of a skeleton is exposed, the water can't be more than three or four deep feet deep. What kind of frogs? Let's not touch the water. <laughs> They're hopping frogs. They're jumping around. Normal, small, tiny frogs? Not grung. They're just normal little froggies. Snowy well, will try and grab a frog to eat. Go ahead and make a, a acrobatics check. Or actually, is make a survival check. Try and catch one of the frogs. Alright, survival. They can only do whiz. 14. You successfully grab one of these frogs. You rig up like some kind of frog catching pole, and you're able to use some like chopsticks and snag them. Oh, yeah. yeah Al actually grabs them, no problem. <laughs> Fetches yeah. you a frog. Yeah. The owl eats the frog. Delicious. You, you can tell the owl, the owl wants another frog. Mal is still it's a go. The dragon is already dead. I am sad. Wow. I was under their Well, hey, listen. There may be another dragon. I will say that two dragon doesn't doesn't go in their own... They have their own lair. I would not suggest that another dragon is in there, but... I mean, well, this dragon's dead, so maybe another dragon just decided to move in, you know? What, what different different creature? Mm, either you? way, we need to find the stuff. Hmm. Might it might have been stolen at this point. I'm gonna make my way down to the pool. He's going to follow the war because he doesn't want like. He, he's very curious about the fact that the 
the dragon has already been slayed, but he wants to see if like the people got their treasure, the his treasure or anything yeah. like this. You better be right about this. Croc don't like liars. Look, the dragon bones are right there. This is obviously a dragon place. This better not be Chase of Goose. I hate He looks, he looks at Tardis and uh, uh, Tardis looks at the um, and says, Well, see, there's no dragon, so let's, let's check it out. Door, you I don't trust wild beasts. Something's sus about that, Goose. I don't trust wild beast. <laughs> Dor, you He's use like... the vines. There are dozens of stout vines that drip down into this hole, and you, utilizing some of them, climb down. It doesn't take but more than a few moments, and you jump into the liquid? No, just getting next to it. Okay. Uh, I will take some of the vine I was holding on to and dip it into the liquid. Vaughn dips in the liquid, gets wet. Doesn't, like, burn away or anything. No, no, just gets wet. Uh, looking into the liquid, you said it's like a greenish color? Yes. Can I see anything at the bottom other than the bones? Uh, it's pretty murky. Give me, a, give me a perception check as you try and peer into the murky green. 21. Yep, it's definitely green. A 21? Okay. It's not clear. It's not transparent. It just looks like uh, yeah. you know, like those reflective pools. Like you look at them and it just bounces its reflection. It, it just looks like like milk. Like green milk. Darius will take a look if the uh, the water is deep. Mm-hmm. Well. Funny, funny is Darius yeah. will he's gonna, he's gonna take in the water and see if the water is uh, deep. Yeah, so you see that there's this enormous dragon skeleton poking up out of the water and judging by like how big a dragon skull is, and you know, this isn't like an ancient dragon. This is like a, probably like a young dragon judging by the size of it. So, yeah, and it's emerging up out of the water, so it couldn't be more than like three or four feet tops in some sections. It, you could stand in the water and not be completely submerged, depending on how tall you are. I'm medium. <sighs> yeah, yeah, you'd be up to your chest. Uh, no, I, put, I put my, I guess I put my head in the water to check. So. Oh, you put your head in water? Yes, to check it. Oh wait, okay. I I see. Do I see the dragon? Like. Underneath the, like, in the water, or I just see him across the, across the water. You can see that there are dragon bones from a dead dragon at the bottom of this pit that are poking up, up out of the water, up, up out of the water. Okay. And where there's and one that, dragon, there's always another. Is, all right, so well, Tor is only four foot six. So <laughs> So you poke your head in the water, and frogs swim away from where you poked your head in the water. Uh oh. <laughs> Alright. So. But nothing uh, happened to him? No. So. Alright, Dor's gonna jump in and start looking. Just <laughs> like that, this is going to. Uh, hmm. Gonna spread his wing for a bit and circulate 
the cave. Grok no like water, but, but very, Grok. very. But he's gonna flap his wings very carefully. He's gonna investigate the the environment just a little bit. Grok no like water, but he'll he'll wade through it this one time for treasure. Uh, do I roll stealth? So are you you're flying around, and what are you trying to accomplish? As Grok and Dwar, you guys jump into the water and you are swimming in the water, looking around. Mm-hmm. I'll need investigation checks from both Dwar as well as Grok. Investigation, huh? I love investigation. All right, I can't All right. <laughs> Jellybean is staying at the top, keeping watch. Six. The guide. Who do you guide? No, isn't there a guide with us? Yes, I am unfortunately the unlucky individual who has been guiding these poor hapless souls. You see a woman, um, human, seems to be average height, uh, dark brown hair, pretty um, athletic build, comes up next to you and is looking inside of this hole with a couple of swimmers and a guy flying around. You're not going in, are you? Oh, oh no, I'm not stupid. And yet you were stupid enough to bring us. Alrighty then, uh, I guess I'll go towards the cave. Uh, you make your way over to this great pit and start heading over to it. Um, Grok, with an 18, you see that there is... It's a pretty uniform circle. This pit is is pretty close to a, a circle as it goes all the way around. And you see that draped over the bones of this dragon, there's a uniformity to the vines. And you are able to tell that because of this regularity, that these vines were woven together. And because of how they're draped across the ribs, you can tell that this dragon was tangled in a net. And as this realization comes over you, you see that this dragon was confined and trapped inside of this pit. The waters around you and the waters around you, door begin to bubble as something begins to bite and tear into your flesh and give you the nom-noms. Uh, what? I see what is doing that. It's below the surface of the water in the murky waters. Oh, God, it's gonna... Uh, does a 15 hit you, Dwar? No. Uh, seven probably doesn't hit you, Grok. Nope. They're definitely biting you, although it doesn't hurt yet. I'm just gonna feel where I got bit and just reach under the water and try to grab it. You grab and you pull and you wretch it up above the surface and there's like flopping in your hand this quipper and there's like a swarm of quippers that are swarming around you and they're all trying to bite you and not and and give you the chops underwhelming <laughs> that we were fighting a dragon he's like really angry that you pulled him out of the water <laughs> i'm just gonna start beating it against the ground oh god <laughs> <laughs> Uh, go ahead and roll an unarmed attack against the quipper. I'm attacking the ground with the quipper. <laughs> Take that, Earth. 
18. 18, that hits. Okay. Um, I don't know. How much damage does that do? <laughs> hitting the... You're hitting the earth with a fish? Go ahead and roll a d4. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's five. So your strength is five, so you, uh, you yeah, deal five, five damage. damage. All right. Five damage to the quipper. Yeah, that quipper just explodes into fish paste. I need both you and Grok to roll initiative. The rest of you just see this, like, froth of bubbles building around Grok and Dwar. They don't seem to be in any danger. They're, they're acting quite casual. That was swirling above the water, but that's okay. <laughs> 14. 14 for Dwar. Grok, you got initiative for me? That would be an 11. 11. And right. I am rolling initiative as well. Ooh, okay. Uh, am I sure? I thought I was. Yeah, go for it. 11, so that's going to be Dwar up first. Oh, I guess I can't. Oh. Hey, rolled. You got an 11. You want to send this to the turn tracker? Well, I got an 11, apparently. Thank you. Yeah, I don't use the turn tracker because I'm a hack. <laughs> yeah. He's like manually writes it down. Um, I mean, he loses so it. That is nice. That's uh, true. Well, I guess I'm not there then. All right, if you want to roll initiative, feel free to go ahead and roll initiative now. How well, far across is the pool? The pool is about 90 feet across. Okay. I can't see the little shit, so I'm out. <laughs> Hard pass. How far is Grok from me right now? I'm going to say he's like a, he, he's like on the other side. Of, she's kind of like 50 feet away. Okay. Then I'm going to just kind of like try to hop or move to where most of the quippers under the water are in front of me. And I'm going to cast Thunder Wave. Oh, fuck. <laughs> That's super effective. <laughs> Well, that also hurt Rock and. Uh, no, Grok's far enough away. What about Dwarf? It's only a 15 foot distance okay. in front of me. It's gonna displace a lot of water. I'm not even gonna say. You don't even have to roll the hit. They're in the water. Go ahead and roll damage. It's a saving throw. Oh my god. Uh, Con save. Not a good roll. Uh, probably around a 10. Minus one, that's a nine. Yeah, that'll fail. So they are going to take... Oh, he's being slow. Let's try this. Oh, okay. Give it a second. And maybe it'll roll eventually. Alright, as we're waiting for damage, Lair, go ahead and take your turn. Okay, where is the target? So... There is no map. This is a no map situation. So theater of the mind. You have two of your friends, more or less. Are they underwater. They're trying to get eaten and pulled underwater, but they're not. They're definitely not. So they're like. Uh, how far away are they from the creature? I'd say you're forty feet away from either of the creatures that are attacking Dwar or Grok. Okay. I was wondering if there's a lone one, but that's okay. I can do this. I can do this. How many creatures are there in total? There are swarms, two separate swarms, one attacking Grok and one attacking Dwar. Okay. If I scream really loud to, for Dwar to get as far away from that thing as possible... Wait, do swarms usually have good dexterity? 
This swarm? Yes. These fish are fast as fuck. Man, oh, they're roll fish. 8 thunder damage. It wasn't okay. rolling. Then all I can do is... Uh, oh, they got good dexterity. That's the problem. Uh, really? For that, I thought it was a strength check. No? Well. Okay. Um... No, that's Arms of Hadar. What am I doing? So, uh, how close to the, am I to them? You're about 40 feet from either one of your friends. Are you strong, boys? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, both of you guys strong. are strong. These guys are strong. I am... Okay. I'm going to approach to where like, I am within a good... A 10-foot circle, I think. All creatures within 10 feet. So I'm going to move 10 feet of either of these creatures. Trying to position myself away from my teammates if possible. And I am going to cast Arms of Hadar. Okay. So your your teammates, Grok and Dwar, are about 50 feet from each other. So I'm not sure what the range is on Arms of Hadar, but you're probably going to have to Ten pick. Feet. 10 feet? Yeah, pick Ten which one of your me. friends... Would you like to assault the quippers attacking them? Either Grok or Dwar? Uh, Grok, because I think he's at least strong. He is indeed. All right. Go ahead and... Wait, is that a save on my part? It or is a save. It is a strength saving throw. Wow, these quippers are strong. That's a 19. Okay, then it fails. What? Yeah, my, my, my is a 15. If your DC is a 15, is what they meant. Oh, successfully the creature takes half damage and suffers no other effect. So I'm casting it at third level. Let's see here. Okay. But you know what? That's okay. Let's roll that damage. 15 damage. 15 reduced to 7. I've got the damage. No, no, no. They rolled... No. Uh, altogether, it was 21. So half of that is about 15. No, sorry. Not 15. What am I doing? 21? That's 10 damage. That's 10. <laughs> okay. Sorry. My mind is was having an issue. <laughs> no problem. How far, how far away am I from the other pack? You currently, now that you're within 10 feet, I'd say you're 40 feet from the other pack. 40 feet. Uh... Well, okay. So since I'm so close to the other ones, I'm... <clears throat> I'm going to use my two sorcery points as a, to cast another spell as a quick action. And which activates my artifact. And I'm going to whip the ones I just attacked. Nice. They need to make me a charisma saving throw. Oh, no. These fish... Oh, no. These fish have bad riz. Uh... Negative riz? Negative Riz, bro. Oh, God, they're I'm just like riz. me. <laughs> Negative four for the Riz. That's a one. Dirty one. Oh. Damn. Okay, they fail, and they take uh, 3d6 psychic damage. So they take Damn. nine damage and are terrified of me. Oh, shit. Okay, they're frightened. I and then I can God. cast another spell. Yay, spells! <laughs> I can cast another spell. Quick yeah, now. Yeah, you can just don't don't you can just cast two spell like a, an action and a bonus action. 
Lair's only cast one uh, one spell so far. Okay. Uh, oh, I'm yeah. going to need that swarm that's 40 feet away from me to make an intelligence saving throw. Oh, they're not smart either. Uh, Just like a, you. Uh, hey. True. <laughs> Ow. Negative five. Listen, you set it up. I did. Uh, negative five. That's a two on the intelligence save. They are. They take two d six psychic damage. They take ten damage. All right, ten. And they take a one d four penalty on their next saving throw. And frightened. Okay. No, they are not frightened. They're not frightened I did anymore. Not I didn't. Well, no. The ones I just slapped with my tentacle are fright. I just slapped. Oh, no, those are the other ones. Pet. Okay, thank you for clarifying. I've got. It, I've got. It, I've got. It. The ten on those. Yes, because all I see is two, and so the one that I just hit with the arms of hat with the uh, arms of Hadar, I'm also hit with the uh, tentacle to make them frightened, just so they don't attack me. Then the one that's like forty feet away from me, I'm hitting with a mind sliver. I've got it now. I've got it now. All right, I've got the correct damage distributions. That's going to be... Is that the end of your turn? Yep, that is it. Finally, it's the Quipper's turn. Shouldn't it be Grok's turn? Grok, you actually rolled lower than the Quipper's. Did I? Because I have the same initiative as Lair. Actually... 11. Wait, no, Lair is 11.14. You're telling me Quipper's are like 11.14? I should have put Quippers before Lair. Fuck. No, I think the Quippers rolled, like, not as high as Dwar. My bad. Alright, Grok, fucking go. Fuck. So, Grok looks at the the little bubbles by his feet that are nipping at him, and he's like, what should I do? These things are probably gonna bite me. Pretty hard. What is it work to do? Aha! Uh-huh. And Grok casts from his magical tongue ring, and he spits out. Spits out. Um, let's do a, a second level goat's head. Uh, so I use two charges. Nice. Yeah. Do I get a save for that? What is that? The ram? I have to roll the hit, of course. Nice. Just go to it's in my inventory. Okay. Plus seven. Alright, twenty-four. Twenty-four hits. Alright, so that's gonna be four. Four D ten. That's gonna be twenty-four damage to the swarm. And they're pushed five feet away from me as I go, I hate fish. Yeah, and the ram charges through the water, and these guys are already pretty fucked up from being tentacled, and you just smash the tentacle and the fish, and there's just fish paste all over the wall, and they are plastered in a way against the wall that you're already sus about this part of the wall, but now that the fish guts are leaking into this section of wall, you're like, wait a minute, there's a seam in that wall. Interesting. I'll have to break it open when it's my turn again. Yeah, so uh, Grok just casually goes over to the wall, and with the arbitrary rules of D&D, he's like, oh, wait, I can't do this until six seconds pass. <laughs> so he so he ends his turn. And that's going to be the Quipper's turn. The Quippers are going to give a little bit of... Oh, no, they're not. Uh, 
yet. The, the quippers miss horribly. They continue to suck on your toes, but otherwise, Dwar, you're fine. Your move. Okay. Um, Dwar is going to... Probably like the closer to the center of the pond. So that wouldn't be a good idea. Um, just gonna cast Shatter. Should you be? Do I get a save? Yes. Ooh, finally, I roll high on not an attack. What's my saving throw? Constitution. Negative one, 16. That passes. So they will take nine damage. That's, yeah. The remaining fish, they were in rough shape anyway. You cast Shatter, and there's a moment where the water cracks, and you see the tangled vines break through the water, and a moment later, the fish blah, 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 bubble up to the surface. All the quippers are now dead, and you are no longer in initiative. You do see Grok eyeing a wall with very furrowed brows. I'm going to toss one of the fish over to Orn. Or yes. Off, out of the water, I guess. You need, I, I see fish. <laughs> yes, we can cook them. Great. Do you have the, uh, do you have a control flame spell? I'm sorry, I do not. I'm a little ill-equipped for cooking. I do not. I am the god of thunder. I, it is my specialty. Well, I'm, I'm, I am me. Uh, how are you today? <laughs> this is going swimmingly. This, I know. This is roleplay. So <laughs> I love how all this is happening. Mean, while well, me and Joseph's character are off on the side, like, so how's life? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna walk over to the dragon's skull. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna pick it up. Athletics check. 15. 15 is what you needed. You successfully lift the dragon skull up above the water. How is this dragon skull as big as me? Hmm. I know I said it was young. An adult green dragon. So it was not a young dragon. This was a full-on adult green dragon. So yeah, probably a little bit bigger than you. I'm just well, aren't you a strong man? <laughs> yes. I'm just going to move it out of the water and just start taking teeth. Absolutely. You're taking the time, harvesting all the things that you'd like from this dragon skull. You take the teeth, any other items that you'd like to retrieve from this dragon, you can take the time to harvest them now. Or at least from the skeleton. Oh, Maybe are, all the the, are all the fish dead? All the quippers have been either shattered or thundered or otherwise. Oh, great. Grok smashes the wall. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, Salita looks over at you, Malice. Oh, yes, uh, we really we really picked a, a really good group to be in. I feel like, you know, be looking back at our lives, telling our grandkids of our adventures and recalling our brave exploits and we'll, we'll look back fondly at these days of when our orc friends were smashing walls 
inside of pits. Excuse me? You're shitting me, right? Yes, definitely shitting you right now. This is quite embarrassing. I don't know. No, this is when you peak. This is, no. this is the peak of your life. This is when you peak. Uh, it's like high school, but sadder somehow. Oh, God. It's like peaking in high school, but sadder. That's not possible. That's, that's, uh, Farrell, Farrell, would you get the fuck? Yeah, I'm, I'm on it. And he swan dives into the murky green, and there's a moment where he, like, hits the bottom and he like embeds himself into the muck and he has to like wiggle his legs to get out. I'm fine. I'm fine. Uh, <coughs> David's going to look up at it. Where the fuck do you find him? The, the fuck was that? We, we met at the yeah. dinosaur races. You know, I was the one who brought the map. We're splitting this 50, 50 still. I know I said that I'd take 40 and you guys would get that's, 60. That, yeah, it's actually 60, 40. No, no, yeah. that, now, I, I was just negotiating, but now that we're here, okay, try hitting the That's wall. That's not how negotiations work. Try hitting so, the wall harder, though. All right, I should say 70, 30, you need you did oh, new shit. Uh, actually, you know what? Uh, it turns out that the ring in my fucking mouth is really good at breaking stuff, because you, <laughs> you just now decided to bring the Because it says, alternatively, up. you can spend one to three of the ring's charges as an action to try to break an object you can see within 60 feet. That isn't being worn or carried. Easy peasy. Okay. Are you telling me you have the Destructo tongue ring? Alright, that's... So, it makes it makes a strength saving throw. I'm sorry, it makes a strength throw, and it's plus five, and I got 24. 24 as strength against the wall you see this ram apparate its spectral form running and leaping charging through the air as it smashes into the wall definitely definitely smashes the shit out of that wall huh. not surprised when we have a literal when we have a literal god at this point i don't think of breaking a wall is that impressive Grok <laughs> thought he saw seam in this wall. He could have sworn. See what? That's a seam. Uh-huh. A seam in the wall. A seam, oh, a seam. in the wall. You, okay. you, you, that's you, not what I thought. I, I thought no. the same thing, dude. You're not <laughs> alone. And on the way here, we had to... Uh, Navigate with seamen who sailed the boat, and as a uh... no, 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 and they got lonely, so you know, late at night so, they would all swallow each other. Okay, so you look at the yeah. wall, and you do see seams okay. in the wall. Now, well, all those seamen that were put on the boat in the first right, session, so, they did get swallowed so, okay. by the, the turtle, right? Stop. Is it, does it look like if I just keep hitting the wall, it'll cave in eventually? The turtle did love swallowing seamen. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> so, so how Shit. big is that crack in the wall? Like, is it gone? The wall gone now, or is there just a bigger crack? Make an investigation check. I just look back and third edition go. Yeah, this is why I'm not an adventurer. Investigation. I was an adventurer until the DM kept making semen jokes. <laughs> I used to be an adventurer like you, but then Grok hit me with a ram from his. <laughs> <laughs> you give me more questions than answers, and that's concerning. And I don't want to know the answers now that I think about it. Welcome to the life being rock. 
So, Jellybean, you look at this wall, and you can tell where Grok is clearly pointing out these seams. There is some kind of doorway here, and as you investigate it, you you can't quite tell the means of opening this secret door. Like, now that it's been pointed out to you, you can clearly see there is a secret door here. You're just not sure, like... What? How big is the crack in the door? Because now that like, he's hit the, the wall and like the seams are like busted open, how big are it? Is it? How big is it? So you would be able to tell that the seams have not enlarged; that the cracks are still the exact same size. You you haven't seen them widen at all. This seam, these, the opening of the secret door, has remained constant. As Grok has been trying to to pry his way in, melon, melon. If anyone else wants to give it a closer inspection, they can make fee. They can feel free to make an investigation check as well, or oh, I'd okay. also accept a medicine check here as well. A medicine I'll check. Do a nervous, a I'll do a medicine check. Uh, I'll I see. Medicine. I don't have good medicine, but I can try investigation. I can always try oh, that. Oh, God. I, I that, is that is a 25. That's a 10. Wow. Who said 25? I like I like 25. Me. That's a good one. Orm, you, you, can, you continue to look at this door, and it's clearly a door. And as far as doors go, there's a wall and sometimes that wall can open up to allow access in past the wall, but man, this wall is sure wall enough whatever's behind this door. Teradus? Yes? Did you roll an investigation or a medicine check? I rolled an investigation. I rolled a 25. So you tell that with your investigation... Everyone at this point in the group is staring at this door, and you see that there's clearly... Oh, uh, except for the God of Thunder. And there is obviously a door here, and what you immediately tell is that this was a stash. This was a place where the treasure was hidden. Because of the size, it's about a 10 foot by 10 foot space in this wall. It's about perfect for a dragon to slide all their valuables into the sequestered space. And all of the vines that surround this portion of the wall, they're dead. And not only have they been killed, they've withered away as if they having been poisoned by this green dragon. Something about this wall and the influence of the green dragon was the key to opening and closing this door. Mm. It, it just, like, looks looks like it's a third party. Well, seems that someone has been here before. As he looks at the party and says, mm, We might have a treasure today. Mm. <sighs> Alright. He's got it. Gotta look closer to the body. Mm-hmm. He's gotta look at yourself. Why are the shame is that these poor men have been uh, taken away? Uh, but there's one thing that was off to me. These vines protect the treasure. Seems that the dragon has already been slayed. Meaning that those who come to slay it has already taken the treasure. I think we need to go back. 
but How many horns does the dragon dope. have? The dragon has two horns. If you would like to harvest them, I'd absolutely allow you to add those to your inventory, along with the teeth that you harvested from the dragon. Yep. The so what you, so what you telling me is the treasure is gone, right? <laughs> no. So you continue to look at the door, and the door seems intact. The door is not open, and it seems to have been manipulated by a quality of the dragon. The vines that hanged down and covered this section of the door, they were influenced by the mechanism of the dragon opening and closing the secret entrance. Whatever the dragon was Maybe doing... Maybe we need to hit it with poison. <laughs> 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 I was really trying to ham fist it, but uh, yeah, Jelly, you blurred out. Yeah, maybe we need to poison the door, and uh, <laughs> door quivers in anticipation. All Never right, mind. I, I don't like quivering. That's weird. Don't do that. All right. Uh, I still I have, don't. All right. I have something. I rayo sickness the fucking door. So do poison damage? Yeah, it is poison damage. Why would that? Open the the door. The uh, listen, green dragon bolt. Green dra dragons manipulate how that wherever they stay. It's weird. Oh, you know that is. I will say though. I mean, if it does do poison damage and green dragons do poison damage, maybe he's onto something. Yeah. Yes. So, is, green is, is poison. In fact, the only type of poison dragon. All right. So Tarzis casts ray of sickening, Black uh, sickness into the door. And the door slides to the side, revealing an alcove that goes 15 feet deep into the water. Does the water start draining into the alcove? So, Tardis just enter, like, just in a door frame to see a good visual of uh, what's what's the, uh, the actual uh, uh, environment. You go in there, and the water did indeed flood into this area, but not so much that it's completely submerged everything in there. There's a tiny little island at the back, and you see there is a purse made from a triceratops hide, a small box made from two velociraptor skulls cleverly fitted together, as well as hollow dinosaur bones with wax plugs on one end. It takes a look... At where he is to inspect it from afar. Roll a perception check or investigation. Investigation. Nope, this is a nat one. Safe uh, as fuck. Grok, Grok will make investigation. He'll go in there, see what's up. Uh, all right. A jelly bean is going to hold his breath and jump in the water. Yeah, Grok's gonna go towards those yeah. uh, skeleton yeah. bone boxes. Yeah, I just tell everyone like, okay, it's safe, and just enter <laughs> the room. <laughs> Grok, Jellybean, right, yeah. you guys both head on in there. Nothing happens. You guys obtain the skull, the skull box, the uh, the dinosaur bones with the wax plugs, as well as the Velociraptor. Excuse me, the Triceratops hide purse. Okay, um, so it's a box. You said uh, Grok opens the box. Grok, you open the box, and there are what's in the box? What's in the box? in the box. What's in the box, man? What's in the box? Oh, the purse. Ah, there are 12 gold pieces and a wand of, uh, there's a wand in there. Oh, and also, okay, no, I'm sorry. The skull box is worth 12 gold pieces. There are two 
big ass diamonds in the box as well as a wand. Uh, Grok cleverly puts the diamonds into his rough sack and says, Ooh, there's a wand in here. Magic type people. Come look at this wand. Stealth check. Okay. Grok's really good at stealth, so this should be no problem. Oh, he's going to use Lucky. You all of us. Uh, you all see Grok. Uh, 16. 16. <laughs> You 16. all feel like you saw Grok put giant diamond in his bag, but there then he totally go. didn't. There we go. You just see Taro just like, just wondering like, oh, what's this, what's this uh, one? As he gets closer and he's like, why did you put ass into that bag? And he looks in the bag. Hey, you, <laughs> that's Grok's stuff. You can't look into Grok's stuff. That, okay. What's, what's, okay. In, the, what's in the purse? These, these yeah, are the, these are in the, the last bag? memories. Yeah, I, Grok, what's in the last in, memories no, of no, my wife? No, you can't, you can't no, look into my bag. No, Grok, what is? Did look at you this wand. Look at the wand. No, I'm not buying that, Grok. You are going. Grok points to the wand at. Grok no, points what? the wand at him and tries to activate it. You don't care about do the wand. No, no. It's just a piece of wood. <laughs> what's in the bag? Back That's the fuck up, man. Back the fuck up. <laughs> Grok has wand. Listen, man, what you don't understand is that we're in a room full of magical items, and I don't know what any of them do. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, whatever. All right. I'm going to do an arcana check on on the the one. Oof, Grok avoided that. What go ahead you say? Arcana. <laughs> go ahead and roll arcana check. <laughs> yeah, he's going to definitely search in your bag. <laughs> <laughs> you say that out loud, you... <laughs> Dingus, <laughs> going to check <laughs> the bag. <laughs> Didn't suspect a thing. I'll steal it. No one will ever know. All right, Arcana. I think I'm about to steal. He All says right, as he puts it in the bag. Yeah. All right. That's a uh, twenty-three for the wand. Yeah. There we go. Let's see what the wand's all about. Let's... You recognize this wand as a wand of fear. Oh. Ah. All right. He takes the wand. Yeah, Grok hands the wand over to Tardis. There you go. That that was the only thing in there, so <laughs> it's the, probably the most valuable thing in, in the room. Can you roll deception for that? <laughs> I already rolled deception. I got a 16. All right. Uh, what do I roll for? That was stealth, not deception. No, that was def. Oh, shit, that you're right. definitely it's stealth. stealth. <laughs> Whoops, I'm sorry. That... I am wrong about the deception. I, All right, I, I, I was deceptive I'll... about the deception. All right, I'll, I'll roll in. Thank you. <laughs> uh, um, I'll use Lucky. Just the only thing in the I will use Lucky. Don't worry, guys. It's definitely the only thing. You cannot beat the 24, man. I can beat it with an 11. No. no. <laughs> Not even. Okay. Not even. No. Grok, Grok's like, okay, okay. Grok, fess up. Grok found one diamond in the box. <laughs> Roll me inside again. <laughs> Roll me this Oh god. Do you, you want me to roll? No, oh. no, we're gonna stick with the 11 deception. Okay. Yeah, you can still see. He's he's clearly lying through his teeth. Ugh. He, he's going to literally check the bag. Okay. And see what's inside. Grok, Grok may have been a little ungiving with the totality of what was in the box. Hey, we say we're explaining. You're not taking that for yourself. Grok, no, but look. Those no, guys. Grok, no, Grok, only for Grok. Grok no, but shish, think, no, shish. Think the only if we yourself. tell them, 
we tell those boys back there that we have two big diamond, they want one big diamond. We don't want to give them. Hey, so what was in the box? Anything there was just nothing split evenly between us. You just see that uh, the box is worth in, twelve in, gold. You just see like he wipes his his eyes as he literally like speaks to you in telepathic and say, "Oh yeah, you're fucking right." <laughs> gold? Oh, we came all the way out here for a twelve gold box. Well, look, there's a purse yeah. and there's also another th what's thing. What's in the? Hey, what what is in the purse? Yeah, what's in the purse? So you yeah, open the purse and uh, you can clearly tell Farrell is eyeing these two giant bulges in your bag, but. In the purse are 55 gold pieces, 800 silver pieces, as well as three blue quartz rings worth 10 gold pieces each. There we go. There we go. Uh... This bag sucks. <laughs> um, oh, by the way, DM, how, how much are these? You said big diamonds, so I'm guessing they're big money. 500 gold pieces each. Let's go. Those are okay. very useful for spells. So you can clearly see that. Or fake. What? Well, resurrection. Alright, so I'll just no, put... Uh, Grok will keep the diamonds on him so that those two idiots don't realize yeah, it. As I told Alaswell out loud that this... The... <laughs> the treasure... Uh, well, the treasure of the dragon might have stolen. You just see Tower just like picks up and just don't show the fucking two others as I was like... Well, it was just a piece of paper that he just brought that is literally a scroll from the purse. <laughs> and he's, he's like, uh, and also some, uh, uh, like just some silver as he pulls out like five silver and he owes it to the guy. <laughs> oh no, we can't have come all this way for that. Are you serious? Roll a deception yeah. check. Oh shit. <laughs> Still have guidance on. Uh. I should have put more into charisma. Well, Grok also is curious about these bones with the... Oh yeah, a 19. Black. Let's go. 19. Uh, 20. No, 20. Sorry. 20? Yeah, 20. He only rolled a 12. I can't believe it. We risked life and limb to get out here. Oh, God. We're not even going to be able to afford food for our Triceratops races. Oh, God. What about this? And... Grok picks up the bone with the with the stopper made of wax and throws it to Dwar. No, oh, give it a give it a try, Dwar. Maybe, maybe there's something cool in there. Dwar's not there. He's still oh inside. shit! Sorry, <laughs> I, th I thought we all went in. <laughs> shit. No. So I guess he just throws what? it on the ground to break it. I guess since he's dumb. Yeah. Right. You or could you throw it at Jellybean. Fine. He gives yeah. it to Jellybean instead. Uh, Jellybean opens it. Yeah. There we go. Let's see what's in there. You find the dinosaur bone contains five plus one sling bullets. Oh. Sling bullets. You mean rocks? <laughs> plus, <laughs> one rocks. plus one rock. Plus one rock. <laughs> plus one rocks. <laughs> you know, some people would be very happy with a plus one rock. No, you said it's such a fucking funny phrase. Okay, so Why does that you know, make me think that they're ball bearings and not actual rocks? <laughs> so, I guess, ball you know, ball so like basically, you know the, the this dragon horde this dragon horde was was pretty good, you know, diamonds, rocks, and a really cool wand. So ball I mean 
Yeah, ball, ball bearings. bearings. Don't forget so, the ball bearings. That's yeah, the, that's so, the big you know, money. Right so, yeah, this is a great split, you know. So, you know, Jelly Bean gets the rocks, and Grok gets the, you know, the small, insignificant gems, and then, you know, uh, Tardis gets the wand. And as you guys divide up the dragon's loot and Feral and the dragon hunters who provided the map to get over here scream out into the jungle at the disappointment. We're going to wrap it up for the session tonight. Thank you all very oh, much for playing. Good night. What a good session. Hey, look at the bright side. It's probably Man. not cursed. I mean, the dragon's <laughs> dead. Yeah, true. Yeah, the dragon was dead. And also, I said out loud that the, <laughs> the treasure might have been stolen, so... Because the dragon is dead, so that fits the story. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, I mean, this this dragon was really bad at having a horde. I mean, to be honest. It's a green dragon. Man, dragon. we're just lucky it wasn't fucking what green dragons normally like to collect, which is statues. It's fucking... That's yeah. true, I guess.